Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas and posers and I'm the soldier Don't mean it and soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Well, do it right! Thank you. Well, late on the draw there. Uh, this is uh, the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2017. Uh, I am your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, repping the flug is my man uh, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Not too much. How are things? Everything is all right. Good, good, good to hear. Uh, we've certainly got some topics to talk about this afternoon and evening. Um, got some controversy to deal with. Uh, we've got. Gender Mahal title defenses. Let's, uh. Well, no, no. I don't think Luke Harper had a title match. He just had a match. Like Mojo. Like, gender's becoming like the. Uh, never mind. I don't even. We'll get to them. Um, but yeah, we got some stuff. We got some topics. We got some subjects. So hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call. Uh, talk uh, directly to Cam and myself. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, hit the Constellation Lines. Call us at 347-202-0103. If you can't, if you can't uh, call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the show, anytime during the week. Mailbags always open, constantly being refreshed. Uh, you can find this on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. And Twitter is always, always an option. You can find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. We've got uh the poll of the week. We've got, uh, yeah, whatever you're talking about uh, over there. So, uh, and you can find my personal Twitter, at TravLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. And uh, we'll get to our poll question and our headline in a bit. Garnered uh, a decent amount of conversation, as you would uh, imagine once you hear the subject matter. Uh, and uh, Facebook, that's the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, if you got a article or memes or anything kind of like that to share, or if you want to go peep, pictures, all that kind of stuff, you know how it works. Uh, find us on Facebook uh, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch and you'll find us. So, yeah, so uh, go like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it. How that works. Uh, so yeah, Cam, uh, headline and uh, uh, poll results. Let's get to it. 
Yeah, I mean, the headline is definitely uh, controversy surrounding the, uh, the women's Money in the Bank match at uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view this last, uh, this last Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless you've been living under a rock. Uh, in the midst of the match, as uh, I want to say Becky Lynch is about to win the match, James Ellsworth uh, tips over the ladder, uh, grabs the briefcase, and drops it down to Carmella, who's on the mat, and she's declared the winner. Um, almost immediately after, Shane McMahon tweets out his displeasure, and Daniel Bryan uh, vows to come back to SmackDown to address it. And the uh, the ruling is that uh, Carmella is going to be stripped of the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, and she will be uh, she will be in the match with the rest of the other participants uh, in a rematch this coming uh, Tuesday. Or, or like a redo. Yeah, redo, not even a rematch. In a, in a, they're just restarting the match uh, nine days later. So, so yeah. Um, and, you know, as as you'd expect, I mean, it was definitely the talk of the wrestling world. Um, we, we put a poll out there that I think was uh, pretty much covered all the basics of how one may feel concerning something like this. Uh, and basically, let me make sure I, I want to get this right on the money here. Um, I've got them up right here. The question yeah. was, yeah, the question was, um, and it wasn't even a question. It lets me finish the set. Uh, yeah, finish the yep, yep. money in the bank. Back to the uh, so, at uh, we'll do this from backwards. Thirteen percent of the uh, of the vote, two hundred nineteen votes, said, uh, "Who cares what the finish was?" Now we get another match. Uh, two twenty-one. Not twenty-one. It's fifteen. Um. Mm-hmm. If you said it's 221, uh, yeah. people are ridiculous. So some two extra really people snuck in there and got a vote before it closed. Uh, 15% <laughs> said they were indifferent to whether, uh, indifferent to the outcome. Um, you know, they, they well, here, refresh your joint because that, 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 that does move things a little bit. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm on a phone in a car. Um, what did it oh, change okay. to? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Well, the numbers are, you know, have the final, final ones, I guess, because they're a little different. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Slightly. It really makes so, no difference, but. So what was it? Is it, it changed from 15 to what? Uh, who cares? If, uh, we get a second, it's 13. Indifferent is 14%. Good 14 call is now. 21%. Okay, so, yeah. And so now, that means what? Bad call with a 52%. 21% yep. of the audience thought. Yeah, 21% of the audience, or the voters here, thought that it was a good call to the end of the match, which I guess you can kind of put in with I, who cares we got a second match. I think those kind of overlap. Really? Um, but that's different, though. Who cares is just literally, I mean, those are two very, I mean, you gave them the option well, no. for a reason. Well, who cares is, who cares isn't indifferent, though. Like, who cares what happens? Who cares, who cares is... Um, I might have been indifferent. I might have hated it. I might have loved it, but I don't care because we get to see it again or a better one or whatever. But to say it was a good call, twenty-one percent. Like, what's the rationale? One in five people. Yeah, one in five people yeah. going to be okay with it. I think um, the biggest thing I take away from it, I think Shahid kind of echoes this, and uh, mm-hmm. Vince Whiteflame laid it out too, was basically that. You know, we want this division to be interesting and taken seriously. 
doesn't, and there's a reason that I waited until after Tuesday to uh, to set up a poll because we hadn't seen it play yeah. out per se. But they basically said, you know, if you want this division to be taken seriously, to be respected, what better way of respecting it than making sure that uh, a controversy is addressed and a rule is made concrete? Like I and I get it, but to that I say like fall behind in a race on purpose to run faster later in the race. You know, you just do it right. And right. it's scripted, but it's not like they don't have control over the finish. <laughs> you know, so so why go and solidify that you take it seriously? Why not just take it seriously in the first place? It is my kind of response to that. But fifty two percent of people said it was a bad call. Um Yeah. And I agree with that. I just think it was it was Bruce likes to say too cute by half. This is too cute by half. Because I think it it makes the competitors, like the face competitors, look like crybabies. Like Becky Lynch did probably her best acting, per se, the whole time she had she to, on the main roster. She, the but it was unnecessary. Crying. Yeah. Yeah, like we, we don't need to see women crying out, like, because... But to be fair, we got we did get to see a man cry the night before, which was like legit, like wow, you saw it build and build, and then the tear bleep. <laughs> but that was, but, and I mean, but that was that wasn't. Oh my God, these rules aren't fair. That was this person I have a personal relationship with has me emotional. That's something we all right. Do. Like those are different things, you know. Still, so, I mean, I'm not. I can't judge what makes a person emotional. That's you know I can't I can't, I can't do like, that because like I understand being so upset that what? you just cry not because you're sad or no. you know but no, like yo I got cheated no, we got cheated what the no, fuck <laughs> I mean yeah, they don't get I get emotional it. over ruling stuff like that's the thing like they don't nobody gets emotional over rulings like that to the point where they cry except in extreme circumstances yeah. so it's different well she had an extra. She had an extra. It wasn't like um, who's the other baby face in the match. I've been doing the right thing this whole time, and it hasn't worked out for me. Right, and I keep getting turned on, and you know, like the Mm -hmm. fuck. And then this blatant shit happens. Like no, 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 no. So you know, she had a little extra, you know, emotions going. So, I mean, but yeah, but I'm still with you. I'd rather not see or hear the crack voice. you don't need, but you then, don't what's her face like really you. like? Fake cried on on uh, on talking smack Carmella to to Brian. Yeah, and I mean, like it's just to me, it devalues the thing created. Um, if if we're going to be equal competitors, put us in similar situations. And you know, if, if this happens on, if this is what happened in the men's money in the bank, and. Yes, I feel like I can speak to it because we have a history of people getting getting cheated in matches. It's not cry, it's I'm going to beat you up or I'm going to take this out on you. It's not, you know, like even Kevin Owens, who is a notorious, like, whiner and this is unfair, isn't crying to the point where it's unfair. Like, he still goes out to compete. Um, or even like the Usos who had the match with, that great match with New Day, didn't, like, Cry, it's not fair. Like they walked out, but like the projection was there. But like enough about how other people respond to it. The majority of people who voted in this, and it seems like the majority of fans, like have deemed this as dumb. And 
it's not like they didn't know. It's not like Daniel Bryan fight Sheamus where they had him, you know, beat in eight seconds and, oh, look at this response. Now we have to do something about it. This was immediately after the match. Let's address this dumb thing that we've done. And it's like, no, find another way to fill 30 minutes of TV time. This is stupid. So, you know, I think it's, I think as, as responsible showrunners, we need to make sure we ask everybody who calls how they feel about this to get opinions on it. I think universally it's pretty understood that this was this was something that was disappointing. So yeah. It was. Uh I mean, you know, rest of the card. I think like um I listened to you and uh you Bruce and Wade on the round table, like you gave it a thumbs in the middle, Bruce was a thumbs down on the show. I think outside of uh you know, outside of that really, really good New Day Usos match, which I think had a very good finish. Like it, the finish made perfect sense to me. With you know, right. what the Usos are, I think it was. Uh, and of course, I can make money in the bank. You're okay with them walking out, out like that, not being like really like mean tough guy heels, but kind of just I'm leaving. I'm not looking saying fuck, fuck this. <laughs> My patience is worn thin. Yeah, yeah, I was okay with that, but I, but I do understand. Like that's the thing where. I, I hear other people's opinions on it, and I'm like, okay, I, I get why you didn't like it. Here's why I did, but I won't disparage you for not thinking this was okay. Because I think the, the whole match was so good for them to take a finish away from us plays into them being the heat. But, but, I, but I get it. So. Um, yeah. Men's Money in the Bank match was good, not great, but great moments. Like, you you can't put a price on, like, Kevin Owens, uh, number one, gives his body up to these ladders, man, on a different level. Like, he really does. Um, and then that, that AJ uh, Nakamura moment was really good. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, you know, if we ran a poll the week before, most expected Baron Corbin to win uh, because of the logical at the time, and he did. And uh, so, yeah. And then if Randy Orton will learn to mind his fucking business, he might be champion, but you know, I'm not <laughs> but I agree. Thumbs in the middle or, or thumbs down. Like it was all right, but it had the, the moments that really stuck out. I think were really good. Yeah, I still, uh, you know, a couple of days later, you know, even <clears throat> even though I I did rewatch the first, they were on in the background as we recorded, but. Like the first three matches of the show, um, but I still I feel okay with my slight thumbs up. You know, thumbs yeah, slight thumbs up. Okay, six and six or six and a half maybe. Um, yeah, it was fine. Can we really um, quick, and before we get get past the matches, like can we talk about how damn good Kobe Kingston is? He's really really good, and he's been really good for so long and. You know, him being he's gone, coming off like, of, just for a couple of months. You know, ankle scopes and shit, yeah. Yeah, like, like him just being gone for a little bit of time and then seeing him back, like, not that Biggie isn't good because Biggie is good, but, but Kofi is just, it always makes you wonder what could have been, but God bless him for being in a good spot now. He, he's just really good, and I just love it if, you know, one more time before he starts to look different because you never know when that's going to happen. Um that's for him to get one more good singles run or be the singles guy within the group that is the New Day. He just 
really good. And working with a super athletic team like Toad, uh, you know, really makes his athleticism, you know, come out that much more. But, man, that guy. Yeah, he, he really is. He really, uh, I mean, it's it's an awesome thing that he clicked, you know, with, with New Day. But, you know, you just imagine where he, you know, where he'd be right now if if that push, if they sustained that, that push that he had. Somebody stupid uh, in the rain. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, but <clears throat> you're, you, yeah, Kofi's one of those guys who's, uh, who doesn't, even though he has it in spades, doesn't only rely on the fact that he can jump high and far and uh, that kind of stuff. He uses it when he needs it, but he's not oh, like we, we right. just think of Jeff Hardy. Like he's just a guy who gets on, climbs up stuff, and jumps off. Okay. You know, in different and ways. Also, and I showed you this, and I thought it was just—it was one of the weirdest, like juxtapositions of conversations I've had. So I put up that true or false: Are the Usos the best tag team in WWE? In oh yeah, yeah. And just got two totally different responses. And it was just like, was shocked at how varied it was. But, like, I don't know, in, in 2017, how can you say that the Hardys are a better tag team than the Usos? Like, I just don't get it. Uh, I think the Hardys put on a very good formulaic match. But I don't think there's any – and there's not that you need creativity in matches. Wrestling isn't just built on how creative you can be, but – you know, they're putting on the same match they've been putting on for 15 years, minus ladders for the most part. And it's fine, but it's not good. You know, it's, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, the use like, of... Yeah, I don't even think the Hardys are the best raw, tag team on Raw, let alone, like, the best, I period. But, like, I understand if you're... Like, when somebody says they don't do anything for me, it's like... So what? That's not that's not what I'm asking. Like John Cena, well, John Cena's not even a uh, right. A like it's how I, my thing with American out or or the revival. Like they're fantastic, but fuck those guys. You know, like yeah, they don't do like, it, yeah, you know, Whatever. Like I understand but, like, how good you yeah, are. Like, but the idea, but to pretend that, that they aren't like a stellar tag team is. Like, just That's, ruins any kind of like credibility or whatever. Not about you. Yeah. I didn't ask yeah. you who your favorite yeah. was. Yeah. I guess it's the best. These are different right. things. And like the idea of AOP being better than like Usos, I'm like AOP's fine, but like AOP, what? They're fine. Like yeah, they're better than they were a year ago when they debuted. Absolutely, but they didn't have anywhere else to go but up, and they're still yeah, they're hurting people. And you know, yeah, you know, but I, I, I teach their own. But I've I, I've said enough. Let, let's let's move on whenever you're ready. To let's uh, find some folks to talk to again. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Get you in line. Talk to us. Let's uh, let's open things up with uh, a good pal from North. 
Hey, hey, Charles, how are you and Cam doing this week? What's up, man? I'm good. Good, good. Great, Kylan. What's uh, what's your uh, what's your take on the women's money in the bank match, man? Was it uh, good, bad, or something else? I thought the women's money in the bank match itself was a good match. However, I was absolutely abhorred by the finish. But the booking of the rematch made up for that because the rematch was booked exactly how I would have pitched it if I were on the creative team for SmackDown. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, one of the things I said, uh, is I think they, uh, I think I said it to Wade earlier, I, I think, I don't think I said it on the round table, because it hasn't, ha- hadn't happened yet, of course. So, like, they booked, they booked themselves to, like, solve and save everybody from, like, a terrible thing that they created. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right. Like I really want sort to sort of like how sort of like sort of like sort of like how so I have to shoot it. Listen, it's sort of it's sort of like how the FBI will get a guy and like be like, hey, you want to like blow some shit up? Like, come on, come on, and work on him and work on him and work on him. And then he says yes, and they give him some fake shit, and he goes to do it. Then they swoop in and arrest him and plaster on the paper with that we call a terrorist. Like you solved the problem that you created. Like, what are you talking about? Can't pat yourself on the back, but they definitely could have done a. Well, I'm going back to wrestling now. <laughs> you know, going a lot worse and just been like, you know, whatever the thing stands, and we set this, you know, precedent. And Brian and Shane have to like, you know, look like incompetent management, but they don't. They they made it. They did a good thing, and they did it in a logical, fair way. And you know, yeah. Next week we'll, uh, yeah, next week. Next week's built all about the women. Naomi and uh, what's her face? Is this where her heavy shows up? Is this where, like, Rosie Lauder Love or one of her, her bodyguards or something? I thought we were past this nonsense with Lana. God damn it. I mean, hey, I hope not. Say, hold up, Kyle. Say what, Cam? That match wasn't that bad. It was all right. It was cool. I mean, yeah, sure. It was all right. Wasn't it a Oh, great. But, yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Anything else? I was saying, I hope Um, so... My question for this week, or at least one of them that I have, is on future WWE returns. With with reports of Shelton Benjamin being... Let's see, where's Shelton Benjamin? Sorry. With reports of Shelton Benjamin now being... Back in talks with WWE to return 
after a torn rotator cuff was discovered in pre-return medical testing last fall. My question is, which former WWE wrestlers would you like to see return in the near future? Yeah, well, Shelton's right there at the top. Um, uh, could you imagine if somebody like, <laughs> you know, 15 years later, uh, revigorated, rejuvenated, still in super good shape, but still a, still a ridiculous, crazy scumbag criminal, uh, Nathan Jones is <laughs> a guy like him, like, I'm back. Come back. Just popped up. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, hmm. Like, seriously, like, besides Shelton, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty. I just. Would you like to see, like, John I, I'm Morrison like, back in WWE? Yeah. Morrison is, is definitely a guy. Um, I mean, lastly, you know, I, I think. You know, there's, there's matches there. I'm so limited on, like, the guys I want to see back because, I mean, they've had the guys that are there in the fold for so long that everybody else who's not there pretty much, you know, it's been such a period of time. I don't have that nostalgia for him. Like, Shelton Benjamin's always an exception because he's, uh, like, this is going to sound, like, mean, but Shelton Benjamin's an athlete where – other former WWE guys are not. You know what I mean? Like, he's naturally a run fast, jump high, uh, tie you up kind of guy. So, like, guys like that are almost timeless, you know, if they stay in shape. But, like, when I think of an act from before, like, this crop of WWE guys, they haven't really released anybody. Like, it's limited. Like, Morrison's also a guy who keeps himself in ridiculous shape. So, that's also a guy you want to see. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of limited on guys. Like, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, a guy like Zeke Jackson's name comes up. I don't want to see that guy. Like, I think he's cool what, he, what he's done in Lucha Underground. But, um, but yeah, I think um, I like the guys that they have. Uh, Zeke Jackson. I, I like the guys oh, that they have. And that's about, you know, where I stand. Like, not really looking, checking for anybody else. Um. Oh, those are good choices. Yeah, uh, just, yeah, Victoria, I mean, Victoria, always Victoria. Um, she can come back and do whatever she wants, and she'll be good at it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I love me some Queen Victoria, and back when I used to read the, you know, uh, PWI and Inside Wrestling and all, I just couldn't wait for Queen Victoria to come up from OVW, and uh, it's nah, I don't. I'm all right, Tara, Victoria. <laughs> She's still fine, though, but I don't want to see her wrestle. Damn. Well. Yeah. So what else you got, Kyle? My second question is on Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. In light of his comments 
regarding WWE's television production and his desire to get back in the ring, will Daniel Bryan suffer any consequences or be punished for anything he said in his recent interview with NBC Sports? I think he's definitely. Uh, I, I really do. I think, I think Daniel Bryan can kind of. Did he say in that interview that could be considered controversial? Uh, he said WWE needs to change this because he feels as though a lot of people are turning away because. In his, in his eyes, the product isn't as real as the UFC, and we need to do more video packages the, the way they do. And he, he highlighted things like the Roderick Strong package that aired a couple weeks ago on NXT. You know why he's yeah. not in trouble? Like, you know why that wouldn't get him in trouble? Because, I mean, if, if you think about it, he's saying what Triple H is doing. You know? Right. Like, we... we like, make it more you know, sports-based, you know, reality-based reality in the fact that, like, you know, not just stupid ass outrageous you know fake storylines and promos reality yeah, based. He, I mean he's I mean, talking I, about NXT. You know what I mean? Like we've been made yeah. aware that, you know, there's like, like Triple H is visibly upset about the way things are going currently. Um and so it's that thing where like is he gonna get punished? Who's gonna punish him? Like, even though Vince is still in control, like it's not like that's the only person he's hearing that from. You know what I mean? Like, and plus, I mean, punish Daniel Bryan, he's on-air talent. You know what I mean? And they're probably under the guise of already not letting him wrestle again. So the worst thing they can do to him is what they've been doing. You know what I mean? Like, that's somebody who legit put their body on the line for the company time to time again. Um, and, you know, kept them in fans' good graces uh, at, at a time where, WWE is doing the opposite of what fans wanted. So, no, I don't think he'll be in any type of trouble. Like, if he's not in the position right now, at least, where they can make his wife look dumb on TV. You know, so, so no. I, I think with the way things are going, I think he'll be perfectly fine because he's not the only person saying those things. Yeah, and plus it's, you know, not that, it, that the truth gets people go, oh, well, it's the truth, so you know. But you know, he does have the truth on 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 his side. Um, I don't know if necessary. I mean, if he means more video packages, like I got, I don't want to sit through a three-hour raw where a half hour of that is video packages. Yeah. And I don't even know if you could keep up that kind of pace week in and week out. Like, yeah, I mean, you can kind of do. You know, yeah, everybody, yeah, totally. And then that costs money to 
send people out. And I mean, it's not a, a huge expense, but you know, it's a production cost to send yeah. send out a camera and a and a and a, and a whatever and interview people and get footage and all that kind of stuff. Um, Plus, I, I'm I'm like said, for keeping that kind of stuff special, but yeah. he's not wrong. I just don't know. I would make that the stand like, you know. That's what we do every week. We got some kind of video package on somebody or something. Yeah. Like, like no, when you this, need them, uh, use them. Yeah. Like this R Truth Goldust thing is interesting because it's been placed as different than everything else that's kind of going on right now. Um, but if you did that with with everything going on, like if every news match had that going into it, it wouldn't have the same effect because he's not that type of character. Um, like he demands a different type of presentation. So, uh, right, he's know, a guy that you can put out there for five to twelve minutes at a time in front of a live audience. And with the ratings being what they are, even though they did, you know, go up. Thank, thank God, LeBron's off TV, right? Even though they did, uh, you know, go up this week. Um, you know, when when ratings are going down, like I I find it hard pressed. Like even the most hard headed person isn't doesn't not want to hear opinions about what other people think. They might still do what they want to do, but they're at least going to be like, okay, why don't you think this is going the right way? So no, um, I, I think I think it'll be perfectly fine. They're not in a position to punish him, so that helps. But I also don't think they're going to punish. Right, he didn't say anything too egregious. I mean, it was like he just goes, oh, oh yeah. And he don't know what's going on in these streets. And 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 Shane yeah. don't got some nuts, and he feels moves, and 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 Linda shouldn't even have a job with Trump, and he didn't say that. And don't get me started on Stephanie. You know how I feel about Stephanie. That be blue. I call Stephanie and, uh, Uncle Tom in my fucking article. Not lying. Pander, 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 pander. You I was like, not yeah. lying. Uh, yeah, I, I thought like I wrote it, and, and as I like when I proofread it before I sent, I was like, you know, I thought about it. Like, should, should I keep that in there? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, what the fuck? She, people will get it, will understand, like that's what she is. So, yep. Uh, so, all right. Thanks for the uh, topics, Kylan. Appreciate it. Uh, the chat room is open, by the way. Uh, Boris is in there all by himself. Let's see what's up to him. Um, let's uh, no, let's uh, we've got a we got an email from from, from Kyle Love, who's uh, what up, Kyle? Uh, I don't know about a yeah, I don't know about a new listener, but he's a new Facebook like liker. <laughs> so um, he chimes in. He says, hey, Trav and Cam, Kyle Love here from Kansas City. First, how awesome was the Black Panther trailer? It was goddamn awesome. That movie will be badass. I think Marvel can do no wrong at this point. Well, they can. They they certainly can. Let's just hope they don't. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, just ride the momentum. I said, you seen Thor 2? They can fuck this up. It's possible. But Why you always got to like, go there about Thor 2? Thor 2. 
was wonderful, gorgeous movie to watch. Asgard. Okay. I, like, I, like, I like looking at it, too. But it wasn't a good movie. So that, that's cool. Some of the worst <laughs> books have great covers. Fantastic. Um, but yeah. But no, it's, it's good, and I'm working on, uh, and I showed you kind of a rough today, Travis. I'm working on a cool uh, Black Panther-themed uh, Won't Get Me Sued t-shirt for people <laughs> to wear to the movie as that comes out. So I kind of I have some ideas. I'm working on like a, like a school of Wakanda uh, varsity print thing right now. Um, and it's in the super rough stages, but I'm going to have something finalized, finalized, hopefully by December or January, something that's, like, not in any way, you know, can get us in trouble, but with all the stuff that came out about people, uh, you know, if we're going to be turned up in Black Panther like this, and everybody was in their kente cloth, and, you know, their dashikis and all that, so I want to kind of make something that would be cool to wear. It's kind of an in thing for people, but also something you could just wear regularly. So, so we're working on a design. So keep an eye out for that for the Black Panther movie, guys. Uh, Kyle continues. Uh, second, what's your overall th- thoughts on this week's Raw and SmackDown? I really don't. Know, I really don't know how I feel about doing the Money in the Bank on free TV, uh, but guess they realize they need a ratings boost. And Braun coming hmm. back automatically makes Raw good again. LOL. Um, I, I I assume he meant he means that like like really. I don't know why he's laughing. <laughs> right? I mean Braun's a, yeah he's been good. Uh, anyway, he says uh, just like to hear your overall thoughts on the shows. Keep up the good work. Really enjoy the show. Oh, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, appreciate the uh, reaching out and giving us some content. Um, I, I thought I thought SmackDown was was fine, and especially as a follow up to Money in the Bank. Um, again, especially with the women's thing, they kind of had to do that. It was the the only thing they really could do, and they did it. So, um, yeah, but he's right. But wrong, wrong. Like it, it stood out. What stood out, and, I, and it's a part of what I wrote about this week that. There was one woman segment, and it was at the very end to, as the you know wrestling main event, and it was like five minutes long and ended in a stupid you know non finish and like that was it like wow that, that the whole show three hours and fifteen minutes the show went and they get seven minutes uh, that stood out to me on Raw like what, what's that about. And then they bring Bailey back, like, okay, so is she, like, doing a character, like, even tweak, or is she just back to, yeah. And why are y'all treating that, like, like, why are they treating Bailey like that that moment when it's like, oh, it's Bailey, like, okay, but I think, I get the feeling y'all think that's supposed to mean more than it does to to me. Like, y'all do realize what you've done to her. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. Uh, um, you know, if everybody watches everything, so you got to assume that 
the people who watch Money in the Bank tune in the next night to see Raw. Not a good one-two punch for your women's division. Not not great. Um, we you know we shortchange you Sunday night and then pigeonhole you Monday night. Like it's not great. Um, one thing I will say, I do agree with the fact that somebody could have been in that meeting and said, "Yo, we're going to do a non-finish in this Money in the Bank match, and then uh, promote for a week that we're going to have." Another Money in the Bank match that's gonna have a finish to boost the SmackDown ratings. Like I, I get that thought process, um, and I'm not a guy in TV. I don't have to negotiate a new multi-million-dollar contract coming up to make sure we get that money. So okay, fine. Uh, as a fan, it's trash. But if somebody needs to attract new people and get money, fine. If that's your reasoning, it's trash. But it's whatever. Um, the best thing about Raw though was. Like, this thing they're doing with Samoa Joe is so interesting because he's an island unto himself in a way most guys aren't. Like, this, this idea that, that Paul Hayden put out in the world that Samoans don't recognize you as one of their own, and then we get big-time, cocky-confident Roman even, like, not even acknowledging him as Samoan. I think it's it's really, I don't know if people really pay attention to that, but, you know, it's uh, taking way back to Rob Parker and uh, RG3. Like, people want to know, is he a real brother or is he a cornball brother? Like, that's how I took it. I'm like, whoa, like, they're out here questioning this man's heritage. And, you know, Joe kind of has to send that off, like, because he doesn't have Brock Lesnar to go against, like he's really a character that doesn't exist in the normal ecosystem. And he even like, the trash talk between them was really good. So you can tell that there's a rapport there. Uh, but, you know, Joe still riding a hot street, you know, beats Roman Reigns. Um, and, of course, we, get, we got Strowman back, and Strowman is damn near ready to go. So I think at the main event, um, you know, qualities of Raw were really good, and even the undercard stuff. Um, you know, you got the Enzo and Cash reveal finally. Um, you know, you got this new feud with uh, Balor and uh, and your man uh, Samson. Uh, so yeah, and then Miz uh, is going to have like groupies and hangers on now. Like, like Raw was really pretty interesting. Although it was interesting, and then the omission was, you know, the women. The women were definitely, like, you're given five minutes of, what is that, 88, uh, what is it, like 134 minutes? You're given five of those? That's, that's not great. Not great at all. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was like seven. No short of me, two minutes. Okay. I'm, yeah, so that's what, 2%? <laughs> you're on. Yeah. yeah. What did Rich mean by it was the Tony Stark method of planning? It was 20 minutes ago, but what, what was he talking about? Mm. Oh, no, Tony Stark method of planning. Like, Ultron, like, I'm going to keep, because I keep fucking up, let me make a bigger fuck up that I have to fix right. Ah, oh, oh, right, 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 that conversation, yes. <laughs> uh, shit, Hank Tron is handing out fucking receipts. 
handing out receipts in Secret Empire 4. Oh, like, yeah? Oh, Hank Pym? Stupid-ass Scarlet Witch. Uh, well, he's Hank Tron. He's Hank Pym, Ultron, mashed together. Oh, God. He's got all the powers of Ultron, but it's, that's the only reason he doesn't go just super nuts and, you know, tr- try to kill everybody and take over the world or whatever is because Hank Pym's in there. <laughs> and the last thing so. a woman beater needs is a gym membership. My God.
because they would just take the young ass deal. They could, they wouldn't want to yeah, make that. Like they couldn't make that over like quick. just all of a sudden like, ah oh, fuck, and then the next three years would just be scaling back and the money wouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, for the wrestlers wouldn't be wouldn't be as good. It's, the one thing is they already have everything built, like all the infrastructure of the network is built. They've got the state-of-the-art friggin' facilities in Florida, the performance center. So that that's still going to be, like, pretty decent in 20 years. You know, so for sure, in the short term, you got it. It's there. It's just a matter of maintaining it, and, and that's, you know, built into, you know, or should have been built into the cost of, like, upkeep and stuff for the next decade. Uh, that should have been already fact- factored in. Um, so, yeah, it would just be a matter of salaries going down. And, and but, 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 if all of a sudden they're making, a, they're making less money, it could be, a ni- you know, a 1996-97 kind of moment where it's like, you know, I mean, maybe, but Vince is – you know, seventy-five at that point, not forty-five or fifty. So that's the difference. Trying to get them to listen to new ideas. So, would they get two hundred million or some shit? Barely, not even. I think that's soccer got the MLS got the two hundred, and they didn't even they didn't even get that. And don't nobody watch soccer. So I think they got like 160 or something. Hey. So that's what they're getting I'm to. Right, you know. 185. So they're probably going to get half of that the next time. Take this $75 million ass deal, this, this, this $90 million barely ass deal, and be happy. Mm-hmm. And then in the Man, next three years, it's just going up. You can. It's going to be all kinds of uh, meet and greets and and uh, you know they probably remember when they used to sell like pieces of the ring. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit's coming back. <laughs> Picture <laughs> WWE signs. Yeah, WWE signs Don West, and then he was talking shit. Whole, oh my night. god. Can you imagine if the the network at four in the morning turned into Don West just from like from like four to six in the morning? It's just Don West mint condition. (laughs) What a culture! Gotta do it. Do it. All right, somebody else here. Let's uh, let's bring on Mike from Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's happening? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? What's up? Mike, how are you, man? Yeah, I've been in my for two weeks, man. Uh, I know what it was, too. I know exactly what happened to you, Mike. You couldn't deal because there's two things. I think that's your team, but everybody from that Brooklyn Nets Sports Illustrated cover is on now. Every single one of them. 
Finally, because Rick Lopez is a Laker now. They done got them all gone. Uh, and then number two, your boy Kristaps went out of town, man, and they're doing their boy wrong right now. Yeah. You got to pull up on Phil Jackson, Mike. It's the only answer. You got to you got to tell him square up. Yeah, he got to go. He need to get the hell out of here. Mm. Yep. Yeah, to add on that fucking, I'm so waiting for that. Y'all can um first and foremost um, what's the uh website for the T shirts? Okay, you go to T Public. Oh, the T shirt. Uh, so T E E P U B L I C dot com and just search Seahawks C E E H A W K. Oh, that's a fact. Did you see somebody bought the uh the cutter shirt today? I don't know if you saw the cutter. Somebody bought that shit off. The cutter. The uh the RKO oh, joint. Oh, the RKO joint. Nice. Somebody, somebody bought that. I thought this shit was hot. I was waiting for it to show, but yeah, somebody got one of those today. But yeah, Mike, we got um we got a brand new design up there too. You remember um remember that old game uh WCW versus NWO No Mercy on the N sixty four? So I got uh is South Congress versus ECC. So it's the same split where they had the Giant and Hogan. It's just me and Trav, and mine has a, uh, a Austin background. His has a Philly background. It was, it was, I thought it was a pretty cool design. It took a while to make. But, yeah, we got 22 designs up now, I want to say. So if you see something you think is so cool, if you uh, maybe want a little something extra on a shirt, you know, let me know, and I can I can whip that up. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely got to grab a, you know, show my support and love for you, fellas. Y'all entrepreneurial, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. I, you know what I mean? I, I want to grab some so I can rock them to NXT, you know, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We, we are going to have yeah. something. And, again, if you, you see something and you got maybe a little idea on something, something else, a different outline, or you just, yeah. like, color on something, I got all the creative control. So, you know, just let me know. And, by the way, Trav, right. uh, next week I got to cut you your check. <laughs> Don't let me forget about that. Oh, that. Yeah. Hey Mike, I'm gonna shoot you the joint on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, that's a fact. There it is. But yeah, and Mike, All before right. we, uh, I know you got uh, stuff you want to talk about. What, what was your uh, your opinion on the women's uh, money in the bank uh, finish? And how things have worked out uh, so far. You there, Mike? Oh, Mike! Mike went up to go back and do something. Yeah, you know, Mike dropped off. Damn. Uh, all right. When he calls back, oh, there you go. Yo, Mike. Yo, yeah, my fault, fellas. That was my signal. Signal kind of faulty. Yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to grabbing a couple of these shirts. That fucking black Panther trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> that shit is crazy. But I ain't going to front. My man said Michael B. Jordan looked at like uh, uh, the dude from Cameo. He did with the, with the braids. Yeah, the return. He looked at like um, Mark Morrison from Return of the Mac to me. Yep. Oh, shit. That video. 
But yeah, that shit looks so hot. Um, yeah, but did you guys like? I don't know. Did you guys test talking smack last night? Yeah, I said, you watched it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, just just in my opinion, Trav, do you think, like, I don't know, like, the act with, like, Big E is a little bit too much, like, or, like, that's just him. Do you it's think, a little like, too what? Is a little bit much at times. Like, oh. in, the, in the sense uh-huh. of, like, being, like, a little bit, of, you know, kind of fucking annoying, like, you know what I mean? Too goofballish. Right. Like, you got what do you do? He's sitting up there eating he the microphone. The like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he was eating the mic, and it's like, come on, come on, man. First off, that's nasty as shit. Yeah, that's just fucking gross. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, fam, like, it's like six months worth of fucking breath and spit that's in now in your mouth. <laughs> Who knows the last time they changed that mic cover? But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> is, but, you know. That's uh, that's his thing. Yeah, and also, I mean, like Raw, I thought Raw was good as opposed to the pay per view. The pay per view was a big letdown. I mean, besides the um, you know the the you know the men's money in the back match. I yeah. think I like I like the fire that they showed. You know, as far as Shinsuke coming, they clean the house, and I think Vince and them already know. I mean. Well, certain shit they got, they, I mean, you know, fingers on the post of the overall. Huh? That poppy guy was nice, Shinsuke, when he came back. When he came back, <laughs> it, it <laughs> almost reminded me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You out of Boston? You going to go that far? No, I mean, kind of reminded me of Brett. Remember, remember the 94? Oh, um, okay. The 94 Royal Rumble when the, um, the, the two Japanese hitmen took him out and he came back. That, no, it was no, his brother kicked him in his leg. His brother had kicked him in his leg. He kicked his leg out of his leg. Hey, Owen was a funny dude, even when he wasn't trying to be. Kicked his leg out of his leg, and um, he came back down, and Vince was, oh, my God, look at Brett. Look at the situation. Look at him go. And that's yeah. when you know him. You know the double joint, but, yeah, I, right, I believe right, right. they see. I believe they see that's the money. Shinsuke versus AJ at Mania. And I mean, I hope so, because we see it. I mean, everybody in the crowd, see they, it. I mean, they were just so into it before they even touched them, just, just staring at each other. Like, the silhouette, the visual, uh, just them, you know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy. And, like, and I, um, like am, I, am I out of my mind for thinking – a slight chance of Joe might be winning? No, you're not out your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like they're building him up. Like, they're going to they're gonna make him Yo, I was so mad. Yo, yeah. I was so mad when 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 Roman Reigns uh, in that opening segment. Was it the opening? Yeah, it was the opening segment of Raw. Uh, where Roman took, took the took the offense from Joe, but then just came back with the Superman punch and Joe rolled out. Like, yeah. <sighs> fucking, you know, he gets to beat up, Le- you know, he gets to fucking, man- not manhandle, but like counter Lesnar strongly and all that stuff, but yeah. this little bitch ass Superman. It's like, that's, like, that's the kind of shit, like, God damn it, I don't even want to be wanting to hate Roman Reigns, but like that kind of shit, like, ugh. 
whatever. Like 
Dana Brooke isn't all of a sudden getting a program for the title because that's not how they're built because they have it's built on Sasha and Charlotte and Alexa and Bailey and on SmackDown it's I mean in general it's like Becky and then Naomi but it's limited on who's really getting legit time and title shots. My thing is, well, I, I don't see why it couldn't be like, Atlanta, but yeah. yeah, but I don't see why it couldn't be like the cruiserweight, like have them on both shows, but still only have one title. You know, like I, I do think, mm. I, I think you know. Well, why should they be the only division that has to, uh, or why you know? I mean, it's one thing like the yeah. cruiserweight. So it's is, like shut up you want to be on TV, but the women, it's like, why should they have to now be on both shows and travel both those days? Well, okay, and even put them on one show. I think my point is, there ain't enough people in the damn division to justify two titles. You know, right. Like, that was the, that was the whole thing the from the start, office. this time last year, or last July, when they, mm-hmm. in August, when they, when they did this. When they originally, when they did the, uh, the, the, the whatever, the draft. The split, yeah. Whatever. Split, yeah. No, yeah, so I, I agree with that. I think, um, well, you know, you still have money in the bank because it's still an interesting gimmick and an interesting match and a chance for them to showcase. Oh. Um, yeah, but no, one division, like, I, I don't see how, I don't see what the argument is against that unless your point is only I want to see them on both shows. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, there's, there's really not much of a justification for having two different rosters because, you know, their rosters are, like, what is it, 15 people fighting over two titles? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I say that, like, let me be fair. Like, the men's roster probably has 30 guys competing over four titles, so don't let me sound crazy. But um, okay. just because it's presented different and they're given a lot more to do outside of title contention, um, it just, you know, it's different. Like, Gold uh, Dust and our truth are about to really kick each other's ass over a long-running friendship turned bad. Like, that's – the women's division doesn't get a chance to necessarily cultivate things like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and then it's and then it's a lot of times done in, in like, caddy – Stereotypical, stereotypically yep. womeny kind of ways. Like, yeah. like if it's not over man, it's like over something just ridiculous and not pride and titles and grudges. It's yeah. How many women writers do they have? Um, I want to. I'm going to assume none, and hope and, and assume that that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Somebody let but, us know Because if not What the fuck Like they've been writing bullshit If there is But If there aren't any like, <laughs> that, that should be Somebody should address that Like <laughs> fair, I hope it Yeah like, You want to go Like I hope it You know The women's division Has gotten a lot of Praise Over the last few years you know, and rightfully so. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to. You know, let's not pretend like it's 2009, and you know, Kelly Kelly's like, you know, the top female star on the, on the. You know, so it's not that. I mean, cool, but still, like, 
Like you said. No, yeah, we're it's yeah. a bad, it's been a bad stretch. I mean, that is fair. That is yeah. that is fair and true. But but no, but I what do you what do you think though? Um, you didn't really weigh in on it. What do you think if if you were to tweak or go with or go against what what Carlos is saying? How would you kind of organize? Oh, I totally agree. That's been my argument the since the split. It should be one ta- one tag division, one women's division, obviously one cruiserweight division, and and uh, the only titles that should be two that should be redundant are yeah, the two I find think? like the the two the the two um. Or the four heavyweight championships, like okay, but there's but it's like because it's enough to go around. It's like no, it's fine. There there aren't enough good tag teams. There aren't enough good women, and there's certainly not that they tried, but there wouldn't be enough good cruiserweights if they tried that two cruiserweight divisions. But they're not. So do like the cruiserweight divisions have one and have and pick. I think my idea was since Raw is the three hour show. Give them the. Did I say was it make SmackDown the all singles brand? SmackDown has the WWE title, the, the I guess US title, and the cruiserweights. Yeah. And Raw has the Universal title, the IC title, the women in the tag team, the tag division. Like, you know, whatever. It's fine. Fair, do it that way. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. That'd be that'd be that'd be just fine for me. For me. So so as far as Carlos goes, yeah, I I agree with a lot of you know, especially just having one one women's women's division. So. All right. All right. Um, let's go to uh, let's head down to Florida. And talk to friend of the show. Um, how do you pronounce her name? Kayla Lynn. Kayla. Yeah. Kayla. Kayla Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Well, Kayla said. Kayla said she's been drinking. Uh, it's hot <laughs> down there, and she feel away about the finish of that match. So I'm ready for it. All right, here we go. Let's uh, head to Florida, Florida, and bring Kayla Lynn on. Uh, Kayla Lynn, how's it going? Welcome back to the show. Hello. Hello. Okay, so way to bring me on after you just have this conversation about the women's division. That was like the opening like uh, thing. So you want to be the opening topic and, you know. Hey, welcome to the East Coast cast. Uh, this is Travis and Kayla. Let's talk to Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, right no, it, no. Um no, okay, so just speaking to what you guys are talking about, um, no, I don't think there should only be one women's division because I think the reason that the women's division lacks depth and breadth is because of creative decisions. So it's not for not lack body. of female talent. It's right, it's, right. Okay. it's lack of female opportunity. It's lack of opportunity given to female superstars. So, you know, when you think back to, you know, things that have been happening in the NXT for the past few years, and you think about, like, okay, Summer Rae and uh, Sasha Banks and Charlotte, and, you know, all these things that, that have happened in the NXT and have been popular in the NXT, and then you bring women up to the main roster, and it's just like, 
people fall off and that's creative decisions. So, you know, I think, yeah, it, it totally warrants having a women's division on both shows. Um, just better creative decisions. And in that same vein, I'm mad heated about the money in the bank ladder match. Uh, <laughs> I think no it was place. an awful creative decision, and then I think uh, the fix to it was an even worse creative decision. Um, I mean, I'm not mad that Carmella won. I'm not mad that the first ever women's Money in the Bank match was won in a heel fashion. I'm mad that a man was the one to climb the ladder and grab the briefcase, and then I'm mad that the that the fix to this was to, one, question that man's gender and then to just be like, oh, well, let's just do it over again. Because now... Oh, so you don't like the rematch or the redo? No. I'm I'm mad at the rematch. I'm mad at Starbuck do it over again. Just just leave it wrong. Just leave it on Carmella. You'd have rather that and go from there. I would have rather I would have rather seen something like oh, it was a bad call by the refs, so let's do a fatal five-way or something like that, you know. Um, oh, so I, you're not I against, know. I don't know like, redoing the, the the idea of the match in a competitive way. It's just another money in the bank thing is what you, two weeks later is what you have the issue with. Right, because it cheapens it in two ways. Number one, um, I mean, they already screwed it up. It was a bad creative decision. I don't think anybody really disagrees with that. Um, you know, well, it was a bad creative decision. According to our have, poll, well, 21% I mean, of the, you know, thought it was a good a good call. Not indifferent, not, oh, I hey, mean, we get to see two. It was like, oh, no, that was good. I like that. That's one in five that yeah, decided I mean, to vote. I think... I mean, a Money in the Bank match is gimmicky to begin with. It's it lends itself to a heel finish, right? So I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at or the fact that it lends itself to a heel ever. holder. You can win it clean. Just right. you know, I mean, it's not always necessarily right. a heel type win, but it's the the usage of it afterwards is a heel. Right. Right. Kim. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's why, like, I'm not mad that. A you know, a female heel won it. I'm not mad that it was won in heel fashion. I'm mad that it was a man who climbed the ladder and grabbed it. So we still don't have, you know, the first female to climb the ladder and unlash the right, so that's and how, grab that's it why herself. You do we don't. Do. But still, so then it's like, all right, so what happened at the pay-per-view is now scrubbed completely. Like, you know, all those spots that were pretty good. The match wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a men's match, but I don't think anybody thought it was going to be that spectacular. But you know, do you think that there affected good the women? Spots. It was a. Like, I think so. Like, why are we going to go all out and, you know, why bust my ass so this clown could climb up at the end and ruin it? Right. Like, do you think there was like some right. legit, and like just natural kind of, you know, got to factor in people's animosity? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I do think so, and I think we are to blame for the Ellsworth uh, phenomenon uh, because yep. it was hilarious for about ten minutes, and and you know we got a couple good laughs out of it, and then you know it just kind of took off from there, and now nobody cares about it anymore, and 
he's still around, and you know it just it just sucks. Good for him. Good for that man and his family. Well, yeah, you know, kudos to him. Kudos to his family for getting that that WWE check. But you know, it has it has screwed over the first ever women's match, and now the do over is going to cheapen it even more. So, so where do you stand with the stretch, inclu- uh, the last stretch of, you know, women's stuff, you know, just the last three months, let's say, like leading into WrestleMania, WrestleMania, and the immediate uh, after. Where do you feel, how do you feel about the women's revolution? Is it is it over? Is it dead? Is it, you know, a lot of people were, were really going you know, up. This is the sign that it's over. A man had to win the damn money in the women's money in the bank. Women's revolution. It's a joke. It's over. Are you going that far? Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. I think it's stalled at this point. Um, I think maybe with some fresh storylines, or maybe even like Oscar coming up, or maybe even Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. You know, somebody like that. Um, you know, something to shake it up. Um, I was really mad at the at the Alexa Bliss Bailey match, um, the what is it, Kendo stick and a pole? I was really upset yeah. with that and the whole lead up to that. You know, because it Well the lead up makes you know? make, and if, if if they paid it off with Bailey like even if she didn't necessarily win the title back, but showed some real like I'm not some not some pussy like look that's can't be I mean, ooh, right. I'm, you know, whatever. Just timid over weapons and stuff. Uh, I think maybe the lead-up's fine. Like, it built up, like, oh, can Bailey overcome and be hardcore or whatever? And, like, oh, yeah, she she can bring it, and right. we have to go consider that going forward now. Even if she, again, maybe got cheated or healed out of her win or lost straight up, whatever. But we wouldn't be sitting here, like, thinking, like, what a chump she is. And that lead-up made her – she was a chump in the whole build-up, and then she got completely chumped in the match and beaten, wore out in five minutes. Um Right. Yeah, that's that's right. When you consider Bailey, who Bailey is as a WWE character, you know, if you think back, you know, what was it, not even a year ago, maybe a little over oh. a year ago, she was in the first ever women's Iron Man match. Like she's not you know, she's not weak. She's not unable to do these things, but you know, when it comes out you know, the build up was great. It was like, Okay, well, you know, it right like you said, like is she gonna be able to do it? Well they should have let her do it and you know, she should have had some kind of breakout moment, character development moment and and she didn't and so now, you know, she's just low budget babysitter porn and that's all she is and it's just I mean that's but that I mean, but for real, that is all she is and that's all she's ever gonna be at this point because they've solidified her as that and it's sad. You know, I said a few and now, weeks ago. I know. think after, or excuse me, right after the pay per view, right after the kendo stick match, I said uh, uh, NXT Bailey would be so disappointed in WWE Bailey. Mm-hmm. Like that whole I didn't yeah. when she had, oh no, it was probably after the interview with Corey Graves was I don't want to put I didn't come here to put bruises on people like you you Bailey to belly someone off the second rope like your whole yes you do come here to hurt people you punch people in the face. For a living, what kind of line is right. that? Like why, like just just awful, awful stuff. Like yeah, NXT Bailey would just right, right. WWE Bailey, like what a joke. I you know like what are what happened? You can't, you can't, 
you can't say you idolize Black. You shouldn't be wrestling if that's how you feel. I didn't like, come here. <laughs> if, yeah, theoretically, if that's your job. You shouldn't exactly be wrestling. Is. Yeah, bruising people and hurting exactly. people. <laughs> that's how you win a fight. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> literally what this is. <laughs> yeah. So. Ridiculous. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was therapeutic. Getting yep. that out of us. Nice. Getting that all out there. <laughs> any, yeah. any, anything else? And, uh, yeah, tugging at your, uh, um, your, I your just, wrestling emotions. I emotion. just wish they would, they would stop. I wish they would stop having um, Naomi read off of uh, popular tweets. I wish they would stop trying to make her, like, just this uh, garbage pile of pop culture. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, of current, of current things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of it's fine, and it, it's like, oh, that's you know, like this. I like the snatch your bald line and stuff, but right. but it seems that she's trying. That's the part. Like, why? Like, it should just be. Why doesn't this feel more natural? Like, why does it seem like you you're putting on airs? Like, I don't. Right. I really don't think it's the content. I think it's how she delivers it that it seems like she's really like. Trying to get her stuff in promo wise, right? It's it just comes off really insincere, and that's like you can you can kind of work in kind of you know popular things and on trend things and not be cringy and not make your audience feel uncomfortable, but, but like the way that she's delivering it, is, it just makes me feel like it makes me like cringe like, when she says stuff. She's into those things. Like, she's not faking. Like, somebody said, here, here's a list of, like, popular things this month. And she's like, oh, snatch you bald. Okay, girl, please. Uh, and, you know, like, no, she's in and a part of the culture. What, you know, like, I'm mm-hmm. sure if, yeah, we've seen her on Total Divas. That's, you know, scripted and everything to a point. But it's definitely more relaxed and not under the eye of, you know, Vince McMahon in that in that way. So we've seen her know and be cool and but trying to translate that into uh you know feel the glow character it's yeah not everybody can uh you hear that about certain guys like yeah backstage like you hear that about roman reigns like backstage he's yucking it up and he's got a great smile and personality and people really dig him and then the cameras come on and he's like a fucking douche and like like i don't know <laughs> like it's just a, just the thing yeah right Yeah, so cool. bottom line, I guess my my takeaway is I, I don't think the women's revolution is dead. I just think it needs um, another push. Like, I think we're at a tipping point where it's either going to, you know, we're either going to get over this hump and it's going to be, you know, another year of greatness or it's going to slide off and it's going to be really bad. Um, like it's you know, been already just to, kind of living off of momentum and – yeah. Right. Right. And so we need, we need to either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. so it's either gonna <laughs> we're either gonna be we're either gonna regress back to brawn panties matches or we're gonna get some more badass chicks. Like if you look at the NXT, like Ruby Riot and Oscar and you know all this stuff is really cool. So I'm hoping after yeah, I don't think it's, the women's I think tournament. That's way too 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 far to go. Like I just don't. I think it's too for uh, for. Public relations reasons, they can't go that far. 
Now they cannot have. They can be like a phony with their with what they push on TV, and we might be able to see through it. Like, oh, okay, you're just doing this to say we have this women's division and women's revolution and women are powerful and, and blah 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 blah. But we're not going to necessarily go back to bra and panties matches or even like two minute, you know, Kelly Kelly Candice uh, Candice Michelle type matches mm-hmm. because I do think it. It uh, it serves it serves a corporate purpose to have or to at least be to at least be uh, seen to have uh, be to, uh, yeah to be seen to have some kind of yeah. you know equality across the across the board and the women are just like in like they have to mirror society in some way you know some like women athletes are get treated with respect and like they like make as much and all that kind of stuff but people take what they do seriously and their championships mean just as you know Venus and Serena's grand slams and that kind of stuff mean just as much as uh you know Andre Agassi if not more like for me I definitely like women's tennis a lot more than men's tennis but um even if you don't, you know those titles mean something. They worked hard. They got those endorsements. They got their whatever superstar level kind of stuff. Um, so for that reason, I don't think they would uh, go slide all the way back. But but it could get to you know you know 2014, the first first that summer when they kicked off the unofficial kickoff of the women's revolution. It didn't get off to the greatest start. They had to you know we were right. six eight nine months in before it really started. Start moving. So, but yeah, they've got some good good stuff and, and a, good folks in the pipeline. Even mm-hmm. even Billy and the Kate, you know, I like I like them as on the main roster. Uh, I like I like I'm waiting for the story of those two coming up and do they come up together? Yeah. And how do they manage that? And yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. So. For sure. Cool. Awesome, Kayla Lynn. Good stuff. Don't be a stranger. All right. All right. Kayla, I'll see y'all. you in, in Vegas in August. I'm, I'm going to find you Hell and yeah. eat your food because I don't want to pay for food. So I'm in the mix. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. All right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. That was fun. If you got a job seeking in Vegas, it's like the coolest thing. Like, good, good catch. Which way to be successful? Don't uh, go broke. But if you go broke, you still get paid out there, so I guess it works out okay. Yeah. Oh, now Jeremy Mays is showing off how much he can squat and all that kind of stuff. Fitness uh, apps. What Water fine. Everybody just going to shame me into, like, getting on a treadmill? Oh, everybody. That's what you're gonna do. He's showing off how much he can squat, and you're gonna go find a nice treadmill. That's that's the the natural reaction. Oh, and I ain't doing all that shit. Fuck that. I just want my lungs <laughs> and heart to be better. I don't need muscles. That there you mean. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I, as I said, yeah. he's grilled chicken and uh, and and broccoli. Ugh. I got a. I think I lost what everybody wants to hear so much. I lost like ten pounds in two weeks because reasons. Um, and I'm running out of time, so got about a week and a half before I gotta be gotta be all yoked up. But it's coming, and everybody will get pictures, and it'll be fun. Not too good. Uh, 
Let's uh let's um turn on this NXT here in a minute. I think Oh damn. Good good uh reminder, my T V ain't even on. Um, I think I I'm assuming this is Craig. He's the only one calling us from I assume Skype, one 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 one. So if you hear an unmuted that's you. What up? That's you, Greg. Hey, Trav. I'm glad you stopped calling it a beep. It's a, it's an unmuted. And right. by the way, right. yeah, I'm on the podcast. You're ten pounds, and I hear it. Yeah, myself. So I know it's. I know for for a fact it's not a beep. I heard it today. Unmuted. Hey. And, and Cam, your ten pounds can kiss my ass. All right. Damn. <laughs> well. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> I I appreciate you getting fit, but you know I'm gonna be a fat fuck for the rest of my life. So you know I well, don't have to be. If, 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 if it's what you're comfortable with, then it's all good. Dude, so nobody tells you. Dude, that. the lowest I've ever gotten is 220 pounds. Right now I'm, I'm a lot more. Pounds, but one, but the there. lowest. Yeah, what what in junior high? Tell me. And I'm, oh, oh God! No, I mean, ooh, I'm not tall enough to be. I'm not tall enough to be two twenty now. So me being two twenty in junior high would have been bad. I was two twenty three years ago, four years ago. No, no, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. Me you in junior high, two twenty. That's yeah. Yeah. I was a. I'm. I mean, I've always been a fat fuck. Sorry to curse up your uh, live cast. I know you've been having a clean one lately. Have you been? Oh, yeah. Except for the uh, except for the low budget babysitter porn thing that you're having me follow up now. What the hell, man? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I need to. That is on the search uh, search bar for later. <laughs> I mean, I don't like low budget, but you know, that's called that's date night. <laughs> Jeez, oh, peace. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I love yeah, you so guys. What's on your mind? Um, well, a lot of things. I mean, the wi- the women's uh, that you're having me follow up that girl. That's she's she just said oh, she's pretty a grown much woman. everything I was saying. To be fair. Um. All right. Jeez, I'm just saying, if I called you a boy, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that, but, um, <laughs> no, the, the, the woman, I think one of the, um, well, first of all, I want to talk about the, the actual women's match, because I think everything that she thought was perfect, except for the, the, well, all right. I want to, I want to phrase this correctly okay. because apparently I already said girl and that's bad. You're fine. Take your um, time, man. Not bad. It's just, you know, recognize. No, that, I know. Jeez. <laughs> um, Come on, man. You good? 
<laughs> well, I'm flustered now. You already fucked up as my first friggin' point, man. I'm sorry. Man, you gotta eat. Better grab a pop KFC pop, popcorn chicken nugget and calm down. <laughs> I I didn't go to KFC tonight. I didn't come go to on, KFC tonight. On, I went to the, the I went to the corner store and got me a dollar burger. Yeah, there you go. Corner stores in all day. Ain't no corner stores in Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Corner store, I got me uh, eight packs of 16 ounce beers and then uh, two burgers. It's like a total of 22 bucks. It was great. And, yeah, by the way, your uh, answer last week, your answer last week to the best sandwich was wrong. You said something else and that. You guys are talking about Reuben's meatloaf sandwich, dude. Meatloaf sandwich is the best meatloaf sandwich. sandwich. I'm saying meatloaf sandwiches are good, meatloaf. but you know, you don't make meatloaf to make sandwiches. That's just a when it's like in the middle of the day and you're like, I'm hungry. I don't want to heat up. You know, I don't have dinner. Well, let me slice off the whatever. But no, I mean, when you That's talk about sandwiches, it, 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 first off, anything could be a sandwich. <laughs> Chris, what? I lived in Wyoming for two whole years. That's the whitest thing I ever heard in my life. A meatloaf yeah. sandwich is the best? Are you kidding me? Yeah, meatloaf sandwiches are good, Craig, but they're not the best sandwich. That's like, if you say, you if know, the question you know was, what is the best dinner food that then turns into a sandwich two days later? You're fucking right on the money with a meatloaf sandwich. Ham, you know, if it's like Thanksgiving and, or whatever Christmas, you know, I got a big old ham. Like the end of that, that sandwiches is great. Same with turkey and, 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 and you know, duck or whatever for that various uh, dinners. But when you say what's the best sandwich, you know people are thinking like, you know, salami and turkey and <laughs> meat uh, or, or corned beef. And roast beef, that kind of stuff. Deli meat right. sandwiches. Not no damn meatloaf. Not no slices of meatloaf. Again, right. I loved I I had a meatloaf sandwich within the last year here at the Francisco Diner. Had a meatloaf sandwich at the diner. Um, but, yeah, that's because I would never order from the diner, but, yeah. That's where you want. That is exactly cold. where anyway, you want. If you're not making a meatloaf sandwich at home, the only place I would think you would get a meatloaf sandwich is a damn diner. Who the hell else is selling meatloaf sandwiches? Going to a store. Let me get a meatloaf sandwich. Fuck out of here. We ain't got no meatloaf. You're not going to a store. You're talking about leftovers from the last night, dude. Leftovers from the last night. Meatloaf sandwich. Toast the bread. Put some ketchup on it and call it a day. Right. That's what and you get it. One half of the sandwich is all fat and one half of the sandwich is all like thin because you cut it wrong with a plastic knife. Right. Totally, totally. <laughs> right. I'm That's the one that changed the parameters, Craig. Now you're like saying I'm wrong. God damn it. Can't win. No. You guys got me all off track now because I had six points that I was ready to make. <laughs> so educated, just awesome woman called in like right before me and threw that daily bomb in my, my uh, friggin' wheelhouse. And and then you guys were arguing with me over the sandwiches. Now I'm coming back at you with the sandwiches, and I gotta tell you because I don't I don't get the chance to tell my favorite sandwich story. Which how many <laughs> favorite sandwich stories? <laughs> so I have one, right, but... and you know why? You gotta listen. Why? 
because I don't yeah. get to tell this story ever. Okay. 1991 in August. And by the way, I'm I'm 38 right now because you guys asked. Uh, okay. 1991, August, SummerSlam, first pay-per-view I've ever watched live. Watched it at my uncle's uh, trailer. Like, he got the mm-hmm. pay-per-view, and that was the first pay-per-view I ever watched live. And, and the second match, which was Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect, which everybody remembers because it's the best match that's ever happened. But it was the best match Very that good. I've ever seen still to this day. And the day after, and my uncle was a big old pothead, and I didn't even know it at the time. I didn't even know what pot was back then. But he made, like, we we took everything. We toasted some bread, and we took, like, uh, leftover mashed potatoes. We took, like, friggin' everything out of his cupboards, and we put it on this sandwich, and I ate half of it there, and then I took half of it home, and it was, I mean, it was spectacular. That's when I figured out that you I had No, 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 he never, he, <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't, I don't think I was secondhand. See, now you're introducing a whole, anyway. All right, back to the point. <laughs> put a new variable in there. <laughs> I was I was thirteen years old, man. Or no, I was twelve at the time. The uh women the women match from uh, the thing. Did at any point did you guys think it would be restarted? Yes. Like at the end of the night. Yeah. Because But then when half, he half like I thought him him grabbing the mic and, and saying the new or the women is money Miss Money in the Bank Carmella would lead to somebody snatching the mic from him and going like a ref and going, nope, restart the match, hang the, you know, hang the thing back up. But obviously, that didn't and happen. and wasn't wasn't that James Ellsworth crap like the biggest like Roger Ailes bullshit Fox News crap that ever happened in wrestling? Like, oh, wasn't because what, he man? says, and then the music plays. He Wait, said, I missed the beginning. Oh, the women's it? champion. Oh, I was I was bitching about the 2000 election still, which I'm still protesting. The when when uh, Fox News came out and said, "Oh yeah, uh, George Bush won," and then all the other ones followed suit. It was the same oh, thing. It was like he. Said, yeah, yeah. He said, "Oh, she won," and then her music played. It's like who the hell? What what is this? It was just ridiculous. Yeah. But neither that was what it, it, only, it makes. The only, I, like thinking about it more now, like it, neither Shane nor Brian were at the pay per view, so it's like okay, that's the only like way you can get away with this. And then when they showed up, they made it better, and you know. But would this? Would this like? <sighs> All right, this is my, I guess this is my big provocative question in the, in the first question that I had of the six. Are, are are women considered less because this wouldn't happen for the men? Like, this would just happen for the men. No, I don't believe and, this wouldn't happen. Maybe, like a oh. man coming in to help his buddy, 
do it. Like I could totally see that happening in the Money in the Bank, and it's been 17 of them. Right, but they want to restart it. That's trying to figure out, like, really, there hasn't been something like that. But the, what made it egregious? No, they, they want to restart it though. No. That's that's my point. Maybe, maybe they would restart it, or maybe I don't know. But I'm just to the specific point: could that finish happen in the men's match, or not finish? Like, but that 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 sequence. And yes, but the what makes it egregious is the fact that it's uh they hyped it up as this big historic thing only to have a guy go in and win it. Yeah. Like a what? part of the issue is the build up, yeah. But they but I'm talking about the restart. The the they're gonna do it again in, in next week. I don't think they would do that for the men. That's what I'm, I, that's what I'm my, I don't think it would have been because I because because you know why because they haven't done that. It's not like when uh, when Rock and uh, Big Show went out at the same time with the Royal Rumble. It's not like they had another Royal Rumble. They had those two like they reversed the decision then had Rock compete to get back in it. Like there's always more nuance right. in, in the past. This was just let's throw out the gimmick match. Like one thing that hasn't been brought up. That's kind of, I think we should reference it to be fair, but I think as soon as I say it, you'll, you'll know what the differences are. So, very first Hell in a Cell match, when the whole point was nobody can get in like a cage, nobody can get out, like Kane breaks into the cage or to the, to the cell. You know, like they've had stuff where the first match was designed to do a thing and then it was advanced afterward by, you know, something else. So, so that's happened. You still there? And and oh. they, okay. Yeah, yeah. They keep they keep going back to this rule book idea. Like last night, they kept re- referring to the rule book, and it's like, what yeah. rule book? Where is this rule book? Because we all like Wade right. has been going on about this for ever. It. Yeah, but uh, it's. I mean, the rule the the rule book is really benign. Like, yes, we have the rule book. The rules in it are so, like, they have so many holes in it. But that's. I mean, that's really beside the point. I was just really referring to the whole women getting screwed over this whole thing, and. um, Right. Uh, back to back to um, what I wanted. What I really wanted to happen was I wanted to have a third standalone match with Sasha and Bailey at SummerSlam, and then you have the two women's matches like for the titles, because there are a lot of women doing really good stuff. But there are too many people we love nowadays, and the pay-per-views are too long, and Raw's too long, and there's nine titles to defend. And nine matches, I mean, the Usos were left off WrestleMania because there's too many matches and too many part-timers coming in. And this, this SummerSlam is going to be the same way. It's like there's going to be matches that are just, I mean, they're not going to be, uh, you can hide it in Survivor Series. And you can hide it in the Royal Rumble because you have champions in those matches. But you can't hide it. At a at a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania and a co-branded thing. 
so, no. That really just upset me. Yeah. I Cam. really wanted yeah. Sasha and Bailey to be at SummerSlam here. Who? Sasha, Sasha and, Bailey? and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. That I wonder if it happened. Yeah, I mean, Sasha and Bailey. Months. I mean, I wouldn't. Suge- I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't suggest it, but it could. It, you know, it could still happen. No. But with all the it's I less know. likely to happen now, but matches. Yeah, I think. Say what? Do you think three matches for men are more likely or less likely to happen? Uh, less likely. I think they'll be. I think they'll have two. I think two is what they're going to give them, and it's and neither of them. One's going to be one on one, but they'll have two. It's, it's just depressing to me. Because like, we love so many people, but I think there's we're oversaturated with talent now. Like, we have so many people we want to see in great positions. Like, we want we want people from uh, NXT and ROH and all these places to come to WWE and be on these big shows, but there's not enough time. The ma- I mean, you need a half hour to have a match, and the way they do their matches, they have these video packages and whatever. But anyway, I'll get off that. Um, Yo, Cassius Ono even has I, the red, white, and blue, or the re- yeah, red, white, and blue logo no. of him he, doing the forearm. I think. Yo, we, wow, we're talking about Craig, uh, and of course, like you're, you know. A person's weight is their weight. That, that shouldn't be criticized. But, oh, he if he it was in better shape, him being like a hype beast would look so much cooler aesthetically. But his stuff don't fit right. Talking about yeah. Kansas Ono. Right? It just don't quite yeah. fit right. I think the and same thing. Like really cool fit. His fits are really cool, but just, damn, like they don't, they don't like that, uh, that uh, Sacramento King get-up that he had for that one takeover, like, dog, like, you you don't need the Sean Kemp size jersey like Sean Kemp today. You need the old main man size. <laughs> so close, man. Like if if, just, if what's his face yeah. had that gimmick, uh, somebody his size like um, either like Patrick Clark or or the one that just came back, Scotland guy, chosen one, Drew McIntyre. Like yeah. somebody six yeah. three and 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 slim like a like a basketball player. Yeah. You know who they're made for. He's wearing like yeah, he's wearing like these athletic fits, but yeah, I mean, I think this match would be pretty good though. Him and Alistair Black. Um, Craig, have you seen uh, is Craig still there? Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, Craig. I don't know if you um, how yeah. into I'm sorry, the I, I got a you are. Skype on the delay. Gotcha. What do you uh, have? You have you seen this uh, this Seth Rollins? Uh, WWE 2K18 promo. I loved, I loved the promo, and I loved the the ad. But I don't play video games. I haven't played a video game. Okay, what the hell does the ad mean? What, 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 I don't get it. Is this him like fulfilling his thing with Triple H and Stephanie? Like I'll burn it to the ground. Well, what what, it, what, it, what they seem to be saying is. You're you're creating your own path, your own destiny. Um, 
rarely do these promos have a lot to do with the game. Like, Brock Lesnar had a big rollout, but 2K17 didn't even have a story mode, you know? So I think hopefully like, we're probably going to get a Seth story mode because the thing about Brock was, one, it was late in development. Two, they couldn't clear the guys he had feuds with, was my understanding. And they couldn't do – they didn't have Kurt Angle uh, under the umbrella yet. So that was a big part of, of his career mode, Brock. So it would have been uh, – it would have been against. Uh, Why Kurt, couldn't they use Kurt but, uh, Angle? Yeah, I, think, I don't think they had Kurt Angle under contract yet. Kurt Angle hasn't been under contract since his last year in WWE, and that's when they made the mistake of uh, they had him as the highest rated wrestler the year that he left to go to TNA. Like he was a 95 overall, and nobody else was that high. So it was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, I think um, because Seth. All of Seth's feuds, with with except CM Punk stuff uh, with the Shield, all of his feuds have been with uh, guys who are currently on the roster. So they should be able to develop like his whole career, quote unquote, in WWE from NXT to. I figure it'll run NXT until this year's WrestleMania against Triple H. But yeah, I think it's a really cool ad though. I think it, it looks great, and I think he um, can cut be a think- good promo on Monday. Do you think FTW is going to be involved in that? Like that when they when they oh, go they from FTW right to, that, to right? NXT, do you think that's going to be a mode? I think I think because I mean, if they have the rights to the ring, they'll put that in, and it's the same wrestlers they had in NXT. So probably, um, you know, because right, the whole the, the transition from FTW NXT, right? to NXT. Yeah, I, I think they'll because it's yeah. really just some rings, you know. I think they'll have that though. Um, I think it'll be cool. Um, yeah, I, Craig, did you? Um, what did you think about the promo he cut on Monday? I think it's the promo that he should have cut a year ago. But uh, Dude, yeah, me. I was, Dude. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I. Dude, I thought he was gonna cry. Dude, of all the crying yeah. that's been going on lately, I thought he was gonna cry. Dude, the Enzo tear. The Roman promo, I thought the promos this week were the best I've ever seen, like in a, in a, in a three-day span. I thought this was the best promo week WWE has had. They've been friggin' emotional. Yeah. Hmm. The quality of it can't be denied. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I like the – I liked how, how – how Seth had to regain, re, uh, like, kind of recompose himself and yeah, gather himself. Try to, yeah, yeah, because he was like he didn't expect the "you deserve it" thing. I don't think he did, because when they started saying "you deserve it," he just he it was like a minute, and he was like, "I just don't, I just can't speak, or else I'm going to be choked up." And he kind of was when he started talking. But it was like, man, that was great. I loved it. And I don't, I don't like video games. I mean, I, I'm not a video game dude, but that was great. But I don't like meatloaf sandwiches, motherfucker. So there you go. You know what? You right. <laughs> <laughs> I think sauerkraut sucks. The Rubens can kiss my ass. Uh, all right. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. Mine was just a corned beef sandwich, not a special. Corned beef special is. Oh no, no, no! You're right. A Reuben and a corned beef. Wait, they're basically the same thing. Anything with coleslaw. Yeah, I mean, Reuben has sauerkraut on it. Oh, okay. I guess that's the difference. A corned beef special has coleslaw, and a Reuben has sauerkraut. There we go. I'd still yeah. rather have a regular old corned beef sandwich on rye with some, with some mustard and like you know, good cheese. I like the Philly though, so I like I like Rich more than you. Do do we ask uh, what's yep. his face over there about uh his fan his favorite sandwich or the cam? Come on. Oh yeah, Who's do you have a favorite sandwich? sandwich? Don't ask him what his favorite snack um, is. Everybody say a glass of water. Uh, protein yeah. shake um, with, with <laughs> peanut butter. No, so yeah. I mean, as far as no, here's the thing about meatloaf. I only like meatloaf immediately after it's made. I can't stand reheated meatloaf. I hate it. Hate it. Oh. Um, and I gotta have it with hot mashed You don't reheat it, dude. You eat it cold. You eat it cold oh on the sandwich. You That's can. the point. You can, but you. Um, but yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather mine hot. But you definitely can. Can eat it cold. That's absolutely cool. No, no. Um, my um. Okay, so my favorite, like, like Chad said, I think like food that you ate that you're going to eat again later, like leftover, is definitely like Thanksgiving ham. Like that's that's everything. It's fantastic. That's fair. Uh, that's but, yeah, really. Is I mean, you know, I'm from Maryland. Like my favorite sandwich is a crab cake sandwich. Like it just is. I know that's like oh, so specific and finite, but yeah, a crab cake sandwich is like the thing. But I'm not. I'm not a big. What kind of bread? Guy. Regular old sliced bread, wheat or white? Uh, what do they, what do they give you? They, give, like they give you like some type of bun or some shit. Bread um, around. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a bread guy, so I'm the wrong one to have this conversation with. Um, <laughs> right? No, I just assume like it better not just be oh here's two slices of There's white. There's so many carbs. Yeah, no, but crack it. That's like if, if some if a place I trust is offering that, that's the sandwich that I'm going for. Hmm. Okay, cool. All right, All right so Craig, anything so, else? so Cam doesn't count. Wait, did you? Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you better get to these moist ones. God damn. No. Don't oh, get on this under a side. All right. I, I'll just, you know, I'll just do American gods. I'll just do three points. Uh, All right. I passed out after the Corbin attack, and I watched the ladder match this morning, and it was amazing. Is it a different experience if you know the finish? Because I knew the finish. Like Omega, Okada, I knew the finish of both those matches, and they were amazing in retrospect. You know, like, as I was watching them, it was a better experience than I knew the finish. Any New Japan stuff, because I already know the finish. Uh, Yes. It's it's I I don't know what it is. Have you ever experienced that? Do do you like all right? All right, just say you know. I mean, I've experienced stuff that I've known the finish of, but still thoroughly enjoy the match. But I also acknowledge that it would have probably been better if I didn't. Like the the excitement level would have been a little like just how could it not be? You don't know what's going to happen next. That's just how. Things work, not even humans. That's just <laughs> how, like, n- nature and the world things around us. When you don't know what's going to happen, there's a more built-up 
natural excitement. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've watched stuff that I've known to finish of, and again, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, but I'd rather not know. But if I don't have a choice, like, oh, I found out, spoiler, I got spoiled, or I was just super late and watching, you know, you know, it was two weeks after the damn Okada Omega match, and I had heard it talk about endlessly, so you got no choice but to go into that spoil, but you still can imagine, wow, well, one of the been like things alive. Or or unspoiled. One of the best things about the the uh PW Torch VIP experience is going in and, and listening to all the um retro radio stuff and I've been going through from ninety one through and I'm in 92, yeah. I'm in uh, late 92, something or other, uh, Clash of Champions, right after a Survivor Series with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And it's like, I already know what happened. But kind of not kind of knowing what happened, I can appreciate the art of what they're doing more, if you understand what I'm saying. I guess. All right, final point. I'll let you guys go. I'm sorry for taking up all this shit. Uh, the Daniel yeah. Bryan uh, interview that I think Kylan brought up earlier. Um, do you, you guys have you guys heard the Big Show interview on uh, Jericho? I have not. No. Uh, Big Show pretty much ripped WWE TV and creative in, in their production on the Raw or SmackDown side and said he, well, I mean, he didn't, he didn't like go all out, but he, he basically said, I hate it. It's, uh, I hate going to TV. I love doing the live events. I hate going to TV because some writers are going to give you something that's really stupid and, and Jericho agreed and then Big Show got written off on Monday night. I was wondering well, if maybe that had something to do with. Wait, on this I'm sorry? this Monday night he got written off? He, yeah, he left the ring. He said, Kurt, if this is what you think of me, then I don't want to be on your show anymore. I mean, he could be written off. Oh, I mean, or that could be the beginning of a renewed Big Show push. I'm not saying it's you're, you're wrong, it could but be. To assume that oh, oh he's written off, like well, now Kurt has to like maybe I'm try not to get him back. And, I don't know. Craig, my damn tweet came on, so this call has lasted at least right. thirty-five. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no. I mean, my screensaver came on, man. Like that only comes on after thirty-five minutes of inactivity. <laughs> or thirty minutes, whatever. All right, I'll write you an email. I'll write you an email for VIP, and then it'll take up another four hours of your time. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. There. Uh, I love you. Talk guys. to you later, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Saying it. Well, All right, you know, I like Take care, I appreciate you. Love you right back. Yeah, I don't. You're, you're all right. Solid crowd, fucking meatloaf, days old, and all kinds of shit. But I love you. Wait, what's wrong with me? Days old me? You too good for leftovers? I told you I don't. I don't. I, me, me or, oh, no, no, no. You said specifically me, 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 me
But you're not yeah. like like that with like like a fried oh. chicken or spaghetti or anything, right? Yeah. No, I eat spaghetti for about six days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. I want to make sure you, I mean, I'm just trying to determine your level of, of bourgeoisie. That's all. Hey, Paul Ellering's daughter about to get beat the fuck up. Yo, is that who that is? Yeah. Hmm. Nah, I, I bring, I just bring a gun in there with Sonya Deville, man. No reason to play around. Oh, yeah, no reason to play around. Just go ahead and punch her in her. Just shoot her, man. Or threaten her with the gun. Do something. Rachel, what did you say? Rachel Evers? Instead of Ellering? That's cool. Uh, oh, that knee to the spine. Damn. Good Lord. Damn. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to Darrell. Avoid the urge to go another 35 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Darrell, what's happening? What up? First, can you hear me? Yeah. A little crackly, but oh, you're how you, Okay, how you doing, Trav? How you doing, Cam? How y'all doing tonight? Doing well, sir. Doing well. Yep. All right, Shook One. All right, Shook One. R.I.P. Prodigy. R.I.P. Prodigy, man. R.I.P. Prodigy. We got to gotta speak on that, man. Super. Right, super if we got a play friggin', uh. That one song yeah, for that on one show, dude, Shorty like, Low. I should have came through with like eight street songs yeah, before I started uh, this episode. How did you? Yeah, man. But before you go, Darrell, um, Prodigy was, um, you know, respect him and him have it cultivated this dark, grimy, gloomy, like melancholy sound, but they just you had to rock your head to. Um, you know, one thing a lot of his peers would come out and say, and it's true. Nobody opened a verse like as good as Prodigy. Like, if you've ever tried to write raps, and I'm somebody who has, the hardest thing to do is to to, to put that first bar together, which you're going to say at the beginning, leading into everything else. And he was just so good at it. And, you know, just, uh, you know, that, that, that fight with sickle cell anemia that, that people go through, like, glad that he lasted as long as he did, wish he could have lasted longer. Um, yeah, R.P. Prodigy. Yep, 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 yep. R.P. to that man. Hey, that's what y'all should make a shook one shirt or something like that. But I'm put Travis on it, scared of something. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I'm hearing y'all talk, man. That woman's match. I was one of the ones that said bad call. That was a horrible match. That was a horrible, horrible match. The finish made it super horrible. Super horrible. I feel like, wasn't it, it was 13 minutes? I feel like it didn't get going to like minute eight. It, it ain't even about that. They could have worked great. They could have did all the great work, but the finish made it bad. It's just like the date with a woman could be so good. Everything from the time you picked her up, you took her out to eat and all that. But you get a home. You get her in that bedroom and that sex is trash, that make the whole day bad. Make you not even want to call that. See, I've been on the record of saying, you know, trash sex is still sex. I mean, (laughs) it ain't making my day bad. (laughs) I still boned. (laughs) 
Hey, if you're getting that call from that freak, from that freak from down the street who give you that good every time, hey, and you annoy that call because you on the date with this one, and the sex trash. Right, right, right. I mean, you know. (laughs) So that's how I feel about all of that stuff. That's why I said that was bad. The Uso and uh, New Day match was great match. Great match, man. But to the, to the finish, made it trash. Made it horrible. But I like the finish, so Darrell, like, I, I thought it was fine. Um, hey, man. First of all, they were still all their best shots. They were still all their best shots. What did they have, um, had left? Like, they, they took a big ending, got out of that. Took the SOS and the Trouble in Paradise, got out of that, got out of their combination move, the little move that they do to finish everybody off. They got off of that. And y'all ain't even got a chance to get y'all moves, so why, so why run? You took everything that they had. I mean, they had to come up with something new on the fly. So why run? I mean, that's why. They had to come up with something new on the fly. They didn't. They weren't prepared. It was... uh. They, they went to a show the night before. Like I, who souls didn't have to come up with nothing new? All they had to do is hit, hit, they finish and see how it go. Knew they had to come I up think, with something new. Yeah, I, I just think that you know it was a, it was a very good match. Number one, again, the reason I didn't have a problem with the ending is because I want to see more of it. I felt like it was too soon for them to have a clean uh, for anybody to get a clean win in that. Um, you know, New Day's brand new to SmackDown. They still need to be protected, which is why I think Big E got to win, you know, Tuesday night. Um, you know, like, it's what? It's midway through June. I really think that's going to be a SummerSlam match, New Day versus uh, the Usos. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be, like, really, really good. I'm just, I think the reason I don't have a problem with the ending is because I know more is coming and I'm expecting more, and I know they're going to perform in the ring. So, but, you know, I definitely get where you're coming from now. Austin Aries got finished clean three times in a row, but they kept giving you that match. So what's, he's the only person getting clean finishes, and all we see is distraction finishes. Well, no. The, whole idea, day, the reason he got three matches was because, because at WrestleMania he raked his eyes. At the next one, at Backlash or whatever, he pulled the referee and then they were going to settle in the, in the submissions match, and that was the blow-off, and that's when it was, I guess, clean. But but that's a heel. That's a clean for a heel, though. Heel break your eyes. Pull the shorts to get the win. That's that's what heels do. I think we get Yeah, and then you of, can go to management and say, look at that, I want my rematch. And they can go, you know what, you got a point, and that's what happened. I, think, I don't think they have to re-win. A, maybe even had to re-win another number one contender. In, in somewhere yeah. there. But that's how Probably, you continue yeah. the feud on, though. If you think about it, that's how you continue the feud with a heel. You you have a gripe. Like, when he raked my eyes and the rub didn't see it, let's go to replay. You see, he raked my eyes. But not, oh, somebody ran down. Hey, uh, music distracted me. Now I'm getting pinned. Those, to me, those are distraction wins. And, like, almost like none finish that we see all the time in WWE. You see it again on Monday. Roman against Joe. Instead of Joe just being able to choke him out like they had to do beat anyway. Yeah. 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 Oh, Braun yeah, come out. You know. 
Okay. You could have just said music. The OG, yeah, but... uh, the OG boys, <laughs> you got the bullshit, uh, yeah. punks, too. Yo, just 30 pounds, man. 30 pounds. J- jacket, man. First off, he's then going to have to spend all that money to get new fucking... To get new yeah. outfits. Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta, I need you to take all this in. Take it all in. Yeah, yeah. All that. And with the extra fabric, make me one more uh, multi. <laughs> multi. He's starting to lose a little weight. He's starting to lose a little weight, just like with Joe. That's just how he's going to be. He's, just, he's fine. You know, he's just. Yeah. The, yeah, the worst thing is when you're that size and you just, you know, in your stomach, like, Jiggles when you move. I guess I'll do it. Because we've seen guys fitter than him, but will have that little paunch that won't like go away. And when they hit the ropes and you know do stuff, get punched and sell punches, they you know shakes and jiggles. Again, I wonder who yeah. decision it was to have Corbin wrestle in a shirt. Um, you know, all of a sudden, I guess. But remember, like you know, Rock was wrestling in the warm up gear. While he was getting right, and he had the surgery for a while. So yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, well, he wrestled in a straight up you know, T-shirt yeah, when, he had, when he had the surgery. Yeah. Now yeah, he had the uh, what you call it? He had the uh, the zip up jacket. Sure did. He well, sure did. Yeah, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, how you? Yeah, it's fine. It's just again, I'm uh, to anybody who's listening to me to be very very concrete about what I'm saying. It's just on those. Fit and the stuff that he wears, it would just look better if he was slimmer. But yeah, he might get kicked in the face, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Hopefully, it's a competitive where, match. Where do y'all think uh, they're going with this match? Oh no, versus Black. Probably have uh, like to be If there's a finish, it has to be Alex. Probably get beat up. Come out. Who's uh, coming out? Why am I rising? Yeah, Hideo Tommy going to come out of this tracking. Right. Even though he kind of gave him a little fake apology. Well, uh, that would turn out fake, but he apologized, it looked like, earlier at the backstage. <laughs> Excuse me, backstage. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing a lot. He's going to come out there. I see Austin Harry is going to turn on, on 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 Jack Gallagher. He's going to turn on him, go heal on him. Seen that last night they on still 205. Yeah. Oh wait, and, uh, was he was I talking think, to him yet? Yeah, because he was had his banana. And, yeah. So we see where that's going. Um, but then all he's uh, going to do is be the number two heel. I guess he's well, the number. After you beat him three times. You can't be the face no more. You got to put somebody else up in there. And you know they don't. Right now, the only what you call it, it never is the hottest act right now. So keep going with the hottest act. That's a problem with WWE. They like to do stuff the hard way with the women, with a lot of different stuff. They like to do stuff the hard way instead of just going with the hot stuff and just pushing and see how long you can get it, get whatever you can up out of it. No, they like to tear people down, then try to build them back up. When they were hot at first, you should have went on with them. Or they do the like how they're doing the women right now. How can you do the first anything if it's supposed to be historic why you so you telling me in history the 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 most historic thing that y'all talking about for the women a man wins the women's match for a woman 
that just say so much. And just a such, such a little small thing, but it say a whole lot. Like historically for women, but they can't accomplish it. It takes a man to accomplish it for them. That would made it even worse. Like, come on, man, <laughs> that is crazy. Just to understand why would they do something like that? Just so you can say we're gonna start it over again. You can't never do the first over again. Nope. Was that you? On, was that you that said on Twitter about first dates or some shit? Yeah, I said at the um, camp. Yeah, first dates. Uh, you know, you can't. Yeah, you can't have that first date back. Yep. You think about it with a woman. You mess up on the first date, man. She ain't calling you back. Oh, rat, God, bro. Good guy, you are. She ain't calling you back. You out of there. Your number going to voicemail. Messing up stuff 
and so they're trying to exit out because fans want you to be consistent. Because if you be consistent, that that might not be the quick payoff, but in the long run, it's a better payoff. Yeah. Or, or not even about payoffs. It's the fans will cut you some damn slack because they go, oh, oh, I'll give them the benefit of doubt with something that I don't like because it'll mean something in three months. Instead of just being like, oh, this sucks, you know, why did X, Y, and Z happen? They're more likely to go, oh, you know what? I have all the faith in this company that they're going to play this off or it'll make sense in three months or four months, whatever, and that they're not just screwing with me or pulling, trying to pull a fast one there or, or whatever the situation might be. Yeah. That's why I, I'd probably be the only person that call in to hit this show, uh, PW, the, the regular tour shows and all of that, and say, I wouldn't kind of feel it on Baron Corbin winning um, the money in the bank. Because right now, you got a champion who y'all trying everything to catch him up so he can be something. So when you want to finally pay that off, if you pay it off with John Cena winning or whatever, you, you're trying so hard to get him up. Now you got a, another contender that's out here that you got to build up also. So there's two people that you got to build up at the same time, and y'all try the hardest thing, and y'all make it harder. And just from Sunday and Tuesday, I felt like this was the best Nakamura that you'd have seen from the time he came back out from after getting beat up. The stare off with AJ, and I know some people didn't like that he went back and forth with um, Dolph Ziggler on Tuesday, but everybody was talking about how he looked lackadaisical. Uh, he just not looked like he into it when he giving him matches. But this Tuesday, he looked like he was all the way into it. They was playing into the strong style that him do what he did in Japan and stuff like that. So I felt like you finally got to really see a Shinsuke type of match, a just Shinsuke period that got fans riled because the fans was into that match. Even what though it was, was Shin. going back and forth. Hmm? <laughs> I thought his name was Shin. Yeah, Shin, you know what I'm saying? Shinsuke, Shin. <laughs> I just hate no, typing no. out his whole name <laughs> No, I know exactly. Like, come on, cut the guy some slack. Fucking Shinsuke every goddamn time. You know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I, I felt like I had he got the best of him the past, um, the past just that moment from when he came back to sit with that whole entire match. You can see how the fans was into it, the whole match. They were standing up. They were singing a song from halfway all the way to the end to the left out. So they went to a commercial. Yeah. I felt like you should have put the money in the bank either on him or AJ because right now they're, they're the two hottest if you if you take John Cena away. They're the two hottest on the brand. So you could have been building up an epic match for WrestleMania or something where he cashing in and said, well, I'm your challenger at Mania because we know somebody on Raw going to win the Rumble. And so you don't have to come up with some ridiculous tournament or whatever that y'all know you're going to mess up because we're going to get some distractions and all it is that's going to cool off people on it, you could have been building it up, keeping them away from each other, letting them get wins, building all the way up until when it's no point but these two people to fight. Like, I feel like the only way you can build back up the women, to me, the biggest match you can do right now 
is building up a heel Oscar to come in on SmackDown. And if you're going to keep Charlotte babyface, have a babyface Charlotte versus the unstoppable heel Oscar and let them uh, clash at Mania. Because how they did Bailey so far and how they're not really doing with uh, Sasha, even if you get that Sasha turn on Bailey, we already say they making Bailey look like a a, a a something, but she don't look like Bailey from what we knew. She looked like something else. So does that even mean anything that she get turned on? Even if you get the Sasha versus Bailey at SummerSlam, do it mean anything? In my eyes, it don't. So just to reheat up this uh, women's division, I still think they should keep them separated, keep um, two divisions, two champions, find something that you can do, start trying to heat up these people back up that you done cooled off because, yes, the ratings went back up for a week, but if they go back down next week, they're still on the turn of going down because you have no hot acts to promote the people, to, to drive people in. If you can get one or two people hot and be an interest in your product, that's how you get people to come in, not just telling crazy stories, having them cut silly promos. I, uh, like, I like Seth's promo. Felt like you should have heard that a year ago. I want to heal Seth back after the uh, 2K video. That was nice. After the 2K video, I want to heal Seth back because that was a heel in that video. I, that's who I want back. And even with the promo he cut Monday, that was a good uh, face promo. But I feel like he don't sell face as good as he did when he was on whiny heel Seth Rollins because I felt like that was more him. But that's WWE for you right now. <laughs> But how do you really feel about it? <laughs> how I really feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel right in the face of taking Shinsuke off of TV because you really have nothing for him to do. And all you're going to do is keep diminishing him every time you have him come out there doing something. And he's not really fighting for nothing right now. He's not going after the U.S. title. He's not going after the world title. So if he's just going to keep coming out here having matches against Dolph Ziggler and people like that every week, 50-50, better to keep them off TV, keep them away than overusing them and um, showing them out. And one other thing I would like to ask you guys, um, how did y'all feel about Big Cass and the, and the um, turn and everything, the promo? Because I haven't heard y'all talk about that yet. It was, you know, it was somewhat well done. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it was, uh, yeah, right. you know, it was fine. And Cass's explanation certainly made sense. Like, you're not, they didn't have to force anything or m- make him go against something we've known, or, you know, just. So, yeah, so in that sense, it, it made a lot of sense. It was executed fine. The only thing uh, I said earlier, Kurt looked like a buffoon because apparently he had yeah. some kind of information, but then when Cass turned fully and made it obvious it was him, 
Kurt was looking like, what? How could you do that? It's like, oh, so you didn't know? So what was your what was your fake ass false information that you had? <laughs> but of course, that's I not feel normal. like that was Chad's best promo that he done cut his entire WWE and NXT run, and yeah. I, I think that that's he done already hit his ceiling because if you go off of development and his developing into a character. You got to think about it. He's been around since FCW, and he and this is the best you can do. Huh? Yeah, Cash has been around been since FCW. Yep. Him and Enzo. Yeah. It was around during the first when uh, NXT first started when Seth Rollins won the, the championship and yeah. all. They've been around since then. So his development, he already done touched his ceiling. I feel like in three to six months, he's going to be with American Apples at, not seen on TV. Because, to me, he's not, he not much better than Enzo in the ring. I don't I, I don't think he can sell pretty well. And him on the mic is a no-no. So, Hadar, he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. Still, they got Braun Strowman for that. And Braun Strowman is the Yo, how do they – who – like, how do they go forward with, like, like Enzo? Does he still, you know, where, does Enzo three months from now, singles Enzo, whatever he's doing in the lower mid-card, does he come out and still do the gimmick? You can't, you know, I'm a certified G and all that. Enzo's going to have a whole new rap. Like, you know, uh, your boy had a had a solo rap um, whenever he came out by himself, Road Dog, so yeah. Enzo will have something. Mm. If Enzo don't do shit on the way to the ring, what are he going to do? That's his whole gimmick. He is talking on that mic, talking on that stick. That was brought into the dance. I'm pretty sure he can come up with something. I wish they would have just told him, told him and just turned both of them heels and just told him to stop with some of the comedy stuff in his, in his, in his rap and just start, you know, kicking it a little real, being a little serious. Stop Stop trying to be funny. Stop trying to be this and that. And then let that build up. And then eventually down the line, one person can turn on the other person. Because we want to see seven-foot big cats beat up five, five, six Enzo, which we're going to get probably at Great Balls of Fire. I wouldn't even be mad <laughs> if Enzo was like, I'm not going to fight you. I got not because he's scared, but like no, I'm not. I'm not gonna get. I'm done with you, you know. dog. Then or or, or do it with that. Even or yeah. Matter of fact, or you could have it where Enzo's like chomping at the bit. Like I want to, you know, get him, and people are like, "Come on, Enzo! Like don't don't play yourself." And then Cass is the one that's like, "Man, I'm done with you. I ain't fighting you. What's that gonna do for my career? I beat if I beat up little old annoying little Enzo, then I'm the bad guy. If I lose to you, that's the end of my career. You know, All right, it's a no win situation for me. That's why I dumped you and, and moved on with myself. You know, and then Enzo still, you know, I don't know how how you pay it off. <laughs> you have Enzo for two months try to get him and then get him and then he gets what everybody's, you know, he just gets squashed in two three minutes. Um. Wade had an interesting uh, a couple of weeks ago had an interesting idea of what to do with with Enzo, and it had to do with going in, going back to NXT, 
and getting into a feud with somebody, losing the feud, and then doing like if you can't beat them, join them thing where he starts building up in the old school way a stable of a stable of wrestlers, and he's just a manager. Well, Cass killed that because he said nobody in the bag like him, so who want to join him? Uh, heavy machinery. Well, not, not legitimately, but a guy, people in NXT that don't, you know, don't necessarily know him and getting a ticket to the main roster. You know, he could do that, just a bunch of different baby faces to try to uh, take out Cass and. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the best idea either. But there's 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 ways to there's ways to work through this uh, this feud. See how so, they make they make it hard for themselves. Everything that they do, they make it harder. Instead of trying to make it easy, and work smarter. Yeah. They make it harder. So I don't. Because <laughs> they have things to prove. I mean, a lot of that is we're going to prove this works this way and this didn't work. So, I mean, a lot of that is, I mean, the entire reason Daniel Bryan didn't make them a ton more money is because they spent his last, you know, uh, you know, three, you know, say he got injured. So two years where he was just, it was pretty obvious that, wow, they spent 18 of those months, 18 of those 24 months, Shitting on him, shitting on him, shitting on him, shitting on him, shitting on him. And then when it became obvious, like, all right, well, we'll stop shitting on him. So, all right, Darrell, we're going to go. We're going to try to blast through a few more calls before we get out of here. So, good stuff, man. Cool, y'all. Yep. Talk to you. All right, Darrell from Georgia, everybody. Let's, uh, what? Oh, Ross. Let's see, why is Rose sending me my Uh Just in case you hadn't heard. Uh, you don't get straight oh. out of here, old WrestleMania start button debut. This is uh, an article from IO9. What's the, what's the comic word? And uh, this groundbreaking comic shop owner wants to help writers and artists break into the industry. It's about Ariel Johnson and Amalgam. Yes, he got a grant, yo. Oh, they're talking about the fifty thousand like dollars grant you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Rose, I did, I did hear. And she can't say black, probably because she probably wouldn't have been able to get that money. But that's probably what the idea is. I, if I had to guess. If I had to guess. But yeah. Seen that Ross. Uh all right, let's talk to uh Willis. Willis, what's happening? What up? What's going on, Pete? Not too much, man. What's, what's, what's the up? deal, man? Yeah. Um I watched the pay per view. To me it was okay for what it was. I'm mm-hmm. just kinda mad that if they went ahead and did all that James Ellsworth mess with the ladder and him giving it to Carl, 
they had the balls to do that. They should have just stuck to their guns and let her keep the damn briefcase and went on with it. Because I don't see the point of doing all that mess just to call it off in two days and, and strike it off. It's like a, it was a waste of, to me, it was a waste of time having that money in the bank match. Especially since there's no DQ, so regardless of how she got the tight got the briefcase, she got it regardless. So I feel like they should have, they just reneging on their own rules. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you want to ignore, like, competition and common sense, then sure. Yeah, there's no rule against, at now, there should be after, you know, at this point, going forward. Uh, so, so when the X Division title fell off because TNA are a bunch of fuckfaces and couldn't keep this thing hung up right, should that match have been over, or should they have come out and tried to hang it back up? I wouldn't know because I didn't That's see that. Totally match. different, and I know, but I mean, yeah. But I'm right? just I mean, saying, it, you know, it's the spirit of the thing. I mean, you can't have some like you know what? I, speaking of TNA. They did have something like they had some kind of five or six pack challenge ladder match, not challenge, uh, uh, but it was a six way ladder match for the X division title, and an unbooked, uh, not unadvertised, non booked in the match. X Pac ran out, climbed up the ladder, and, and and snatched the belt down, and won the X division title that way. Like he wasn't even in the match. So if you want, like, you know, compare like yourself to like TNA and things they're doing. Then by all means, but no, I'm, if you want I'm saying, and you want people to take your product seriously, you don't do stupid shit like that. And then if you do, you best make good as soon as possible. And they, and they at least did that. Well, if that's the case, they shouldn't have never let Carmella kept the belt. I mean, kept the money in the bank briefcase at the match. There wasn't itself. nobody they there. Just Shane and Brian were both off the show. Somebody said on Twitter or in the group, I forget, but they were like, oh, she should have cashed in when she had the chance. Right. And that would have been thrown in a whole bunch more controversy if she won the title. You know. Or if she lost. Like, if she just failed, like Naomi, you know, wasn't beat down. But if she just had a match with Naomi and, and lost, then what would they have done? Had a redo still, like another one, and yeah, that would have thrown a lot of. But uh, hey, you know, yeah, funny yeah. for me, the logic was cash in. Girl, you better cash in tonight because that shit might not be there uh, yeah. Tuesday. That's what yeah. I was thinking. But yeah, yeah. And it, it, matter of fact, that could have been a, that could have been written into this to the show because that was the opening match. She could have had an interview with Carmella later. In the show, uh, you know, top I'm of the second hour, Carmella, uh, you won in controversial fashion. Al- already, Brian and Shane both tweeted that they're upset. Uh, they're upset and they're, you know, going to make things right or whatever the tweet said. Ooh. They're going to address what, what happened. Yeah, they're going to address what happened. Are you afraid that, you know, you might not, that your win might not hold up or whatever? 
And then she goes, hey, and she points to her head like, you know, can't strip the tie, can't strip the money in the bank if I if I already cashed in. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been that would have been yeah, like such like they their whole you know a lot of their pop culture references are so outdated and it's not like this is super fresh I mean it's been out there for a while but still it's funny every time I see it in a clever way she points to her head and goes can't strip the thing if already cash in and then later on you know she. They have that match with Naomi and Oscar or Lana, and and she comes out same situation, and then you're thinking, oh shit, legitimately like oh shit. So, I, I just feel anyway. like they was trying to. I feel like they was just trying to be too cute for their own good, and it came back and bit them in the ass. Yeah, it's a little yep. bit of that to it. Too cute, um, I have as, as Cam said earlier. And wonder what they're going to do with Maria and um, Mike. Yo, can we talk about that theme music being so fucking dope? Oh, that song is cool. Who's? Like, Ugh. Maria and Maria Canellas. Uh, Mike and Maria Canellas. Oh, that's yeah, so fuck good. that. Oh, love it. That shit is garbage. Garbage. That's old school. That's old, that's old school 80s glam music yeah. joint. Yeah, 80s monster ballad. Like, oh, Power so ballad. Sick. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder what they're going to do with that, because I know Maria can wrestle because she's been wrestling. So, but who is she going to feed with down Never. there? Never. Them two. Since Not Rusev and Lana. Since um, Lana and Rusev ain't together no more on the show. And they done broke up. Maurice ain't going to be out there with Miz no more. So, that's that's just going to be an odd thing to see. I don't know. But, did you have one more. Who? Maurice. Maurice. I don't think so. They just said. I that think they he just means storyline wise. She's mad at him. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That so that's why they have two more weeks. That's that's why they have. Well, they they said the reason why they did it like that because they already got since they brought up Maria and Mike, they don't want the same thing on Raw with Maurice and Miz. So that's why they have. First off, Maurice and Miz have have been there. You know, they're an established act that is working. It's the reason the Miz has been as dope as he's been the last uh last year and a half, two years. Um their act is their yeah. gimmick is a lot is different from those two. Those two are buffoons. Those two are the couple that share an uh an Instagram account or Facebook account. You know, that annoying That's couple. Like Miz and Maurice aren't like right. that. They do the oh my gorgeous sexy wife. Bit and and smooch, but it's not over the top where you're just like, ugh, get a room. Like, no, Maria and Mike are going for that kind of uh, obnoxious couple heat. Yeah, but they moving over so they can have Miz have a um stable with um Bo Dallas and um Curtis Axel. They oh, okay. call themselves the Entourage. Yeah, so. that's fine. They they should add. Hopefully, you know, 
someone, you know, add a... Because what kind of entourage is that? Just a couple of buttheads. I don't know. Probably and I think they're probably going to add, right. add Heath Slater to the bunch as well. So they're probably going to end up breaking him and Rhino up. Audrey Plaza and smokes pot with the weed nuns. And, and another thing, did you see how much of a monster Braun Strowman came out? That shit was funny as hell. That, that shit funny as That shit was funny as hell. Because I was just laughing. He's like, don't you know I ain't finished with you, Roman? <laughs> and, Wait a second, and Roman. Okay. They lost a whole bunch of money off of that. So, 
the only way we're going to find out to see is if they say something during D23 or Comic-Con this year. If they don't come out and announce everything, then we don't know what's going on with that. Mm. All right, so we'll, we'll see. All right. Cool, man. All right, and... Uh... Oh, okay. So we have a little VIP preview uh, with our good pal Rich. Uh, Rich, what's uh, what's on uh, what's on decky for uh, for VIP? Uh, well, we're going to be talking about. Hopefully, you read the Captain America because that's lit, and a couple I'm, of the I'm, other. I'm I'm on page uh, eighteen, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Black Panther just showed up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, him oh. in the UN. That was and the I'd... panel I put up when. It... He he's gripping the panel. He's gripping the side of the little podium when T'Challa shows up and uh, added some melon into the conversation. I was like, "Yo, he gonna break off a piece of the damn podium?" <laughs> Don't fuck around. Stop. You forget he has the super strength because he's all calm. And Cam, you gotta start uh-huh. reading this if you haven't. Right, Captain America walks all into right. the UN. He walks into the UN and he tells like you know how usually politicians are arguing. He's like, he's like sit there down ain't gonna and be we'll no questions up. afterwards. So listen to what I got to say and shut the fuck up." Go and this and is not a two-way like, conversation. Yeah, some dude from, like, some third, like, world European country is like, I will not. He's like, you I will mean, sit down. Man. And the guy's like, well, well, you ain't have to use my yeah, name like that. You ain't got to be screaming. You ain't got to be screaming. I heard you. I mean, you I would sit down, but because, because I, I, I want to sit down. I was, you know, tired of standing up. <laughs> then T'Challa yeah, shows up nobody, in all his blackness yo, on every TV. Hydra Cap got all every drop of fucking juice right now, he got all yeah. of it. No, it's good, and it's and, and it's course, pissing you know, me off. It is, it is. Oh, and to your point about talk about it in VIP. To your point about Spider Man, yeah, Pascal isn't even the head of Sony anymore, so she can't make that decision because Marvel oh, has to sign off. Shit. Yeah, she talked. It was if you look at the video because you can't. I learned from Darrell a long time ago. No offense, D. You got to look at the source material and not like the fifteen sites that have like derived, done the telephone game with it. Yeah, because she does this thing. I read a like, blog yeah, Venom about a guy who Spider-Man. did a podcast about right. a guy who who did a nine hundred hotline. <laughs> and it's like, always like, some dude whispering, like he's like undercover, like that joke about group me when you're in the group and it jumps to the private chat while we whispering, dog. Is that why we whispering, guy. man? <laughs> Is that I heard this thing? There was a tweet about a podcast. About an email. We're getting the door. Damn. Yeah. I'm but no, yeah, she was, she was sitting the, there. Uh, all the young, diverse. Um, oh, yeah, um, they're all going away. All the diversity. They're, they're getting on the away. ship. SS diversity. They're going away. So, but, yeah, yeah. Um, she's, she was talking about that stuff, and Feige's just like, uh, you could see him in the video. Because she's like, yeah, these new movies, Silver Sable and Venom, they're going to be adjacent in the universe. So, you know, Spider-Man might show up, might not. We might talk about him. Like Silver Sable, she's a spy. She teams up with Black Cat a lot. These are are like Spider-Man's like ancillary characters. So Marvel doesn't have access to those dudes, but they have access to Peter. And so now they're trying to backdoor insinuate that the movies they're doing on their own are going to be in the Marvel comic universe for the movies, which they're not. Feige's not stupid. 
And of course, gotcha. um, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't include this. Hold on one second. Oh man, if you don't get that bullshit out of here. You gotta burn up in the love, Travis. I mean, listen, as Bruce says, you can listen to bleep lord bleep bagop, but you can't listen to the greatest love ever known. I can't believe this, man. I can't. You know what? So good. What see, in the see, name of Hydra Cap is going that's on? That's what this whole thing has been about. Now Bruce has got uh he's got a guy now. He's been all these years <laughs> Wade's had a Wade Keller guy on the uh like, you know, in in as a contributor or whatever. Now Bruce has got one. Yeah, okay. yeah Wade it's got his Captain America. Bruce had to get his Winter Soldier. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. All right. See, we'll see in the VIP. We'll see in the VIP, Cameron. Have a wonderful night, Travis. <laughs> watch your six. You're going you're gonna to catch a straight knee to the throat at some point, and I'm just going to speak Russian over the body. Have a good night. <laughs> uh, talk to you later, comrade. Uh, okay, so that does it for us this week. Um, good show, fun show. Appreciate all the calls and the emails. We've, uh, yeah, so we've got some VIP emails for VIP, and we've got some Secret Empire talk and all the things that are happening in the various comics, comic universes. I grabbed some. Yo, Cam, this dude named Luther Strode? Fam, his backstory is ridiculous. Or, yeah, it's yeah. Luther it's Strode. Crazy huh? Luther Strode. Yeah. And what's he in? Yeah, first page, first couple pages. I was like, oh, oh, I'm. I was sitting in the library, flipping through. I was like, oh yeah, I'm reading this. I am definitely nice. reading this. So. And some other thing called Southern Bastards. It's basically Walking Tall. Okay. In comic form. And then Why the Last Man. I'm on the second to last book, man. This shit is the most epic thing I've ever read. That's good stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that does it for us. Uh, appreciate you, Cam, and your time. Callers, emailers, thanks, you free folks. We'll see y'all next week. The appears. Click over and uh, join uh, uh, Rich and I for uh, some more talk. All right, we out of here.